Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident game master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Campaign 3 of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Wow, Uh, after a a brief hiatus and uh, some getting to play with some new friends, we are back for Campaign 3. And I'm super excited. It's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, so, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you f- to come join us, all the critters who've been with us for short or long periods of time, and welcome all the new critters that are here for the first time. Um, but before we jump into tonight's episode and kick this campaign off, we do have some announcements to get through. Uh, bear with us. We're going to get through as fast as possible because it's been a while. Uh, but let's go begin with our sponsor for tonight, so Hit Point Press. Sam. The first uh, ad of campaign three, so Woo. buckle up. Here we go. Woo. Want an adventure where fun is guaranteed and death is very likely? The folks at Hit Point Press have oh. the campaign setting for you. Shut up. Based on the <laughs> based on the popular YouTube animated series by Dingo Doodles, Fool's Gold Into the Bellowing Wilds is a high-level jungle-themed setting in which you can uncover the mysteries of the world's deadliest jungle. Face new monsters like sheep and ducks and tinker with new alchemy to create over a million very questionable potions. It contains heaps of new content, including an adventure module for new and experienced adventurers, plus materials to use in your own Campaigns, check it out at foolsgold5e.com. Wow. Wow. Yay. Well done. That's a speed read. Is that, is that it? Is that yeah, the it's, entire? It's, for people new to Critical Role, sometimes I do like wacky, zany ad things for the sponsorship, but tonight, stick into the script. That's it. Really? No, Matt, of course not. I wrote a Broadway musical that the, that the sponsor did not ask for and has never seen before. And I'm going to perform it for you guys right now. Oh, God. No, no, no. What's happening? What's happening? No, no, no. Honey, it's three in the morning. Do you still have writer's block? Yes, damn it. Unless I finish this commercial, I'm never going to make it. And you'll never respect me. Oh, can't you just get a job at the factory like the other husbands? What more do you need? You know what I need. I need the greatest gift of all. I need someone like them. When I'm feeling down in the dumps, life is dishing out its lumps. Our stomach's only full of butterflies. No food, no hope, no motivation. A big heart. But no creation. My mind is crying, dying to advertise. Won't someone sponsor me? Take out that checkbook and just sponsor me. I swear that there's a ton of products I can sell. So come on, what the hell? Just take my hand and hear my honest plea. And please sponsor me. (gasps) What's this? A telegram? It's from Hit Point Press. 
They want to buy commercial time on the first episode of Campaign 3! Honey, you mean... That's right. We made it, baby. We're gonna be okay. Grab a hold and don't let go. Cause there's a sign and it's shown. That baby, we don't need to get divorced. No, we don't. The ad execs open their doors. A love way more important than yours. Your multinational company endorsed. They chose to sponsor me. Spent their commercial budget properly. I've finally broken through and earned some validation. Earn some validation. From this fine corporation. Fine corporation. When they called me up and chose to honor me. Change the key. Honor me. Change the key. Now someone sponsors me. They took that check and they sponsor me. You'll see that there's a ton of sponsors I can lend. So come on, take my hand. Cause shilling paves the road to prosperity. You, Matt. No! <laughs> oh, my God. oh, special thanks to Mary Elizabeth McGlynn. And, uh, and composer extraordinaire Neil Acre for doing the. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. She didn't oh my say God. shit. No. She's good. She's good. So good. Thank you, Sam. Wow. Thank you, Hip oh. Press. I guess oh. here we go. In the excitement, had mentioned new set, by the way. Oh, That's yeah! Amazing. Super excited to be here. Um, wanted to thank all of you uh, for joining us live in our Twitch chat and on YouTube. But if you want to be part of the Twitch chat, you have to come over to our official Twitch channel. Uh, and I think that's all I have for that one. But yes. <laughs> I got lost in the page. so there. abrupt. I know. It was like, and that's that's it. I thought I had more. But yeah, thank you for joining us in Chris uh, Chat, I guess. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Marisha, you have some. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> I'm Marisha Ray, the creative director of Critical Role. Here with a few FYIs for those who are joining us for the first time. Okay. See, now it has context. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. VODs for each episode of Critical Role are available immediately after the broadcast here on Twitch for our channel subscribers, of course, and will be available on YouTube, YouTube, Mondays. <laughs> YouTube. That's mobile YouTube. Mondays at noon. It's my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> also, a podcast version of episodes will be available a week after the initial broadcast. So that means you can find this episode as a podcast wherever you enjoy podcasts on Thursday, October the 28th. And then starting in 2022, 
this is important. We'll take the last Thursday of every month off to give viewers extra time to catch up, Matt extra time to prep and plan, us time to maybe sleep, and then probably actually not do those things and air a bunch of new content instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you can stay up to date on our weekly schedules. Check out our programming posts every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on critroll.com. So fantastic. Ashley Johnson, oh, oh boy, president of the Critical Role Foundation. Okay. Yes. Apparently. No, 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 don't, don't make it a thing. Don't make it a thing. Hello, I'm Ashley Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> president of Critical Role Foundation, our 501c3 nonprofit. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that one. Okay. Well-oiled machine. So, I, we, all of us here, we just want to thank everyone who has donated to our Shanti Bhavan campaign. Yeah. Yes. Um, with your help, we are funding a new girls' dormitory and finishing funding for their music program at the Shanti Bhavan School to help build an enriched life for students from India's lowest socioeconomic class. So to learn more, it's amazing, go check it out. Um, and to learn more about CRF and our mission... <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's your kill. To you learn more about great. CRF and our mission to leave the world better than we found it, check out criticalrolefoundation.org. Yeah, actually. It's not but it's .org. You did it, you did it. Woo! Proud of you. Mm. Proud Rusty! Of you. Laura, Thank you. your turn. It's a me! Oh. <laughs> That's right! Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna bring you merchandise announcements. Ta-da! Okay, wait, I'll just tell you what they are. Oh boy. First thing up is our Campaign 3 commencement hoodie. Yeah, yeah, well, that's great. Well, go just the front Whoa. first. Ooh. All right, here's the front, because it's but straight then, front. They don't the have an action, yet. Action's in the back. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> So yeah, this says. is available right now. It's from our artist Jordan Torrance. She's amazing. Woo! Uh, it's available in our U.S. and CA store, Canada yeah. stores. <laughs> I thought California. I was like, why is that separate? <laughs> um, in California. So yeah, this is available right now. It's just like our other hoodies. It's great. Okay. Next up. Well, we're about a thousand of you guys doing it. Next Killed up. Okay, 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 okay. I'm excited about this, but I'm also excited about this. I haven't seen this. What's this? Oh, just oh. This, is, this is like a surprise. You guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you have it. Oh, yes. I haven't seen this. this, is a, it's a dress. Come it's a hoodie on, dress. What? Oh, really Inspired by Vexolia. Oh, that's cool. That is so cool. It's got thumb holes. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, it's by artist Adrian Helton. It's got a Vex patch on the chest. Nice, that's great. <laughs> Stop hiding. Okay, the patch. sorry. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. It's available at our US, UK, Australia, and Canada stores. Check it out. I'm excited to have Check a dress in the store. And okay, okay. I don't know whether to say this next or the next part next. I'm gonna say this part next. We watched a whole bunch of shit when um, we were on break. And so I'm gonna run through some of it right now because like, I didn't get to talk about any of it and I'm so excited about a lot of it. Okay, first up, let's talk about this shirt. It's a Henry Crabgrass. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 
Look at that. And it goes so well with our Fiordy lounge shorts, which I passed over to Travis to hold up. Ooh. So soft. So soft. They're Put great. They've package. got pockets. <laughs> It's got pockets. You and your bonds on this side. Um, we also have, oh, pet bow, pet bow ties and handkerchiefs. You can also wear them yourself. You can totally wear them mm. yourself, and I do wear them myself. Bow ties? Look how cute these are. <laughs> We've also got, oh, Chaos Crew scrunchies. Ah. Oh. So you can match your dog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, these ones have a critter pattern. Boy, we're a little and rusty. Oh, and these. Yeah, I think. Oh, right. Which I might Chaos be, oh, save one for me because I'm probably going to use it tonight. And then, uh, oh, we have face masks that came out that are great for Halloween. Oh, yes, not, 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 not the brave. Not the brave face masks. In yeah. Adult sizes so and cool. yeah. In kid sizes, too. Is that, is that everything that I had? I think that's everything that I had. There's also more stuff. Check out our shops. And last thing that I'm gonna say, a lot of people have been hitting me up on Twitter and hitting up us on Twitter, and I know that you guys have wanted a European store for a long time, and I want to let you know that we're in the works. Of yeah! European store. <laughs> yeah! Let's go. That's pretty great. That is great. It's in the works. Long it's coming soon. Coming. That's all I got. Thank you, Laura. All right. With that, I guess. It's time. Let's go ahead and jump into tonight's first episode of Critical Role. I would like to welcome you to Marquette. The year is 843 PD, or post-divergence. A landmass once marred by a vengeful god during the Calamity, the staggeringly twisted mountain ranges created in its wake divided the regions that have now developed into a varied and beautiful continent. The epicenter of this ancient destruction created the Rumadam Desert, a vast expanse of sand dunes and rocky landmarks that encompasses nearly a third of Marquette. Dotted with oasis townships surrounding the central city of Ankarel, known as the Jewel of Hope. Here, the long-living ruler Jamansa Ord and their hands of Ord keep the peace and prosperity of their people protected. Beyond the Rumadam Desert and its sister desert, the Penegrip Sands, to the south, lies the gloomed jungles of Ayeshenador a shaded territory of treacherous wilderness and careful guard by the historically orcish erudite society of Eos. Here, many skilled dreamers seek the Marquesian peak of collegiate study and social influence within the political powerhouse of its ruling council, the court of the Lambent Path. To the southwest, a towering range of mountain spires climb into the clouds known as the Taland Highlands, where massive shelves and plateaus scattered among the peaks are home to elevated valleys abundant with agriculture and rural life, before reaching to the apex, where the military might of the region is held by the Stratos throne. Near the center of this continent, the rugged badlands known as the Hellcatch Valley acts as the roadway nexus between the cage-like mountain ranges of Marquette, where numerous independent villages and cities survive among the harsh, dusty canyons and compete for dominance. The history of Marquette is filled with vibrant culture, incredible discoveries, political intrigue, and inter-region warfare that recently culminated two decades back in a years-long conflict known as the Apex War between the Stratos Throne and the Court of the Lambent Path, 
that left both sides exhausted, expended, and without victory. This truce has continued to this day, as both factions continue the slow work to rebuild their societies to their former glory. Our story, however, begins to the northwest of the Hellcatch Valley, within the natural boundaries of the Serpentwine Peaks, where the lush jungle valley of the Odiran Wilds thrums with life and mystery. Here among the vines and mists that choke the uncarved paths of the rainforest, howling beasts in long dormant shadows are rumored to hide among the lost relics of ancient days. Here, the dense jungle canopy is home to numerous towns along the honored trails, where travelers and traders trudge through the dangerous wilds to seek their fortunes. Here, from the central jungle floor rises five tower-like mountains that reach for the heavens, where upon their rocky exterior, numerous streets and urban districts have been carved into them to form a singular city connected by bridge and cable. These spires glow with the thousands of lights and lanterns that mark the Odiran Wild's capital city of Drusar, home to the Chande Quorum that oversees and controls the larger populace of the region. The spiraling streets bustle with life and chatter beneath the cloud-dappled blue sky, where the innumerable birds fly among the Simurg riders that keep watch. Here, in Drusar, is where our story begins. <laughs> I would like Laura and Marisha to remain at the table while the rest of you exit, if you don't mind. Go, 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 have fun, I love you, don't die. I love you, okay, okay. What if we die before you get here, okay, bye. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> so, we begin with the rocking sensation of one of the various engineered cable cars making its way, dangling from one of the many cables that connects the five different spires of Drusar. As the two of you now ride up within, just the two of you for now, the rest of the interior appears to be empty at the moment. But as you coast along the way, it's shifting and rocking, the small windows outside giving you a beautiful view of the jungle mists that are just beginning to slowly return after being burned away by most of the midday sun. You glance at each other as you head and climb towards the airy spire. To that point, Laura, if you'd like to describe your character. Oh gosh. <clears throat> well, all right. Um, oh gosh, okay. I'm a, a, a young lady uh, with long, uh, light purple hair, uh, a yellow scarf around my neck. Um, I look a little bit, uh, maybe, shy, like I'm trying to hide myself from other people. Um, a light blue dress. Um, just keeping myself tucked back a little bit. Um, and uh, looking mildly uncomfortable as we rattle along. I'm gonna just kinda hold on to your arm, Laudna, if that's all right. You feeling okay, little sick? I just, you know, I never get used to these things. <laughs> Human, correct? I am a human. Yes. Now, Marisha, if you would like to describe yourself. Oh boy, all right. 
Oh, goodness. Don't fuck this up. You see a also youngish-looking woman, not as young as Imogen over here, long, scraggly, dark hair with a shock of white going through the top of her bangs. She has a pulled back into a half-up bun with a rock chisel holding it up. Her skin is pale, and her eyes are big, a little bulbous with dilated pupils, almost doll-like. Her lips are dark, and she's wearing tattered, scraggly clothes, a black skirt, and a blood maroon blouse. You can see she's very thin, gaunt, and around her belt, with some tools and odds and ends, is a dead rat with a bird's skull. I made him myself. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been here in the city for a short period of time, a handful of weeks. As part of this journey, you, Imogen, you uh, went to the Ascensions Rise University, uh, seeking to see if perhaps there was a way of utilizing their extensive library for research materials. You have yourself uh, something you're looking into, but the university itself only keeps its grounds for those who are enrolled there or have approval. So instead, you went over to the Starpoint Conservatory, also on the area. They gave you pretty much the same answer, but said you may submit a formal request, and you left behind, and have heard nothing for two weeks. Now, as you climb up higher and higher to check in to see if perhaps there's been any movement within the conservatory, you can watch the edge of the area go closer and closer as the <coughs> shifting of it begins to clatter <coughs> with some of the slight imperfections in the metallic cable pulling you forward some of the nearby birds that have roosted on the cliff side <laughs> as you get towards the spire edge itself <laughs> scatter off upon approach. Hmm. You'd think they would get better cables with as often as people use these things. Hmm. Maybe in time. Are you feeling pretty good about your little essay that you wrote? <laughs> no. I liked it! Hopefully I thought it was pretty they'll, good. They'll uh, give us the time of day this time. Sure. Just a little nudge, maybe. Hmm. Well, I guess let's find out. I forget, is the, um, <coughs> is the Irie Spire quite as crowded as the Core Spire is? Not by any means. The Irie Spire is, is the, the tallest and technically smallest of the spires. It is more of a, a thin peak amongst the other four. Great. Um, but this is where a handful of uh, upper Mahan houses or nobles live, but it's largely consumed by um, these two different, like the university, the, uh, the Ascensions Rise University and the Starpoint Conservatory, as well as a handful of other uh, guilds that use the space predominantly for their business. But as you come to rest at this point, you can see the uh, massive construct that is responsible for winding up the cable that allows the car to descend upon its track and return finishes its work, locks it over, and then goes into kind of a stasis mode. The side of the door kind of comes ajar, and you can already see uh, right there, it looks to be a, a small, uh, dark-skinned halfling who's wearing one of the, the 
kind of general dark greenish and gold trimmed outfits of those that run the various cable gondolas throughout the city. Wordlessly just kind of waits for you to exit. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Closes it. Are you supposed to give tips here? Oh, uh, I hope culture? not, because I, I never. I, we haven't been doing that. that. No, no. Continuing the familiar path along these, this extremely high portion of the city. It is unnerving the moment you step off of this, as you're about 15, 20 feet from what would be a drop for hundreds and hundreds of feet mm-hmm. into the jungle floor below. Uh, the mist actually obscures a majority of the jungle floor from here, and you can just see just the faint detail of the canopy below, as hundreds of birds occasionally kind of dot aspects of the misty landscape below you. Still Following adjusting to the heights. No. I love it once we're off those cables. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful up here. Continuing to follow the stone pathways you've traversed once before, you bypass the massive and almost gaudy Ascension's Rise University and make your way instead to the multi-level courtyard that surrounds the exterior of the conservatory. Here you can see each large platform step gets smaller and smaller as it rises towards the massive double almost gold-plated doors with the handles up front. They sit mostly uh, readily ajar for at least two people to walk in shoulder to shoulder. Uh, The 25-foot-wide doors themselves stay that way unless it's closed for the evening. As you kind of carefully step in, passing by the garden's beautiful fauna and the uh, torch-topped pillars that kind of guide you into the entryway, uh, you hear this gentle, sourceless music that just kind of apparates in the air around you. Calming, if a little unnerving, <laughs> that you do not see where it comes from. Like they just have ambient music, just atmospheric. Just gentle atmospheric music as you step in. How do they do that? It's so calming. There at the front desk set up, you see in a massive circular position as it kind of climbs up to the sides and on each end you can see statues of previous tutors that took up residence here within the conservatory. Uh, you see a female halfling looking towards you with uh, darker hair, kind of a, an olive complexion, these uh, shaded glasses that kind of sit at the edge of her nose, uh, and these green eyes that peek from above the lenses. You've spoken with this individual once before, uh, and you recall her name to be uh, the Ascritore Kunthia. <laughs> Ascritore being her title. Ascritore as. Kunthia. 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 Okay. Gasco something. Ascatore. Ascatore Kunthia. Immediately looks up and makes eye contact. Hello. Might I help you? Do you remember me? We, we came here a couple weeks ago. Right. Have you not been contacted? No, and I just figured, you know, the 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 windowed wall is such a packed-in sort of area that maybe you got our address wrong and, and you have been trying to contact us, and I, I just wanted to make sure you knew that we were available for an appointment whenever you needed. Allow me to inquire beyond the doors and see if there has been any sort of adjustment or change in your... Request process. Thank you so much. Excuse me. Thank she, she you. Steps down and begins to make her way out to a side chamber, and you hear the door. Oh, she hates us. I can tell she, she just, just can't stand like, oh. us. 
There's nobody within the room, but these marble halls are spacious. Uh, you can hear your voice echoing and bouncing a bit amongst the long marble flooring. Uh, at first, you think you're being un. You feel like you're not being watched or attended to anybody, but. Ladna. You do glance up and can see what looks to be these two stone hawks that sit at the top of these pillars. And as you kind of look up and glance, one of them kind of <gasps> shifts its head and glances in your direction. Hello. Hi. Oh, um, look at the bird. Oh. 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 Is that so. where the music's from coming from, too? Oh, it's also a speaker. <laughs> The door shifts open, and you watch as Kunthia steps out, carrying what looks to be a small piece of paper or an envelope or some sort of folded thing. Goes, ah, this was uh, intended to be delivered, but could not be. Uh, could not find your boat, but. Uh, See, I knew it. I knew it. It's gonna, they're just going to say, Miss Imogen, yes. Tim, that's me. I'm just going to open it up right now. I hope you don't mind, because I would love to find out when we finally. Good to come, because you know, we came really far to be able to do this. Miss Imogen Tamult, you spelled my name wrong, but that's all right. We are appreciative for your inquiry regarding our internal collection of tomes and historical records. Unfortunately, much effort has gone into the acquisition of our library for studious purposes, and at this time, the conservatory cannot allow individuals not enrolled within the conservatory nor granted approval by either the Guru Cotier. Coterie? Coterie. Coterie, or the Shandacorum entry to our. Okay, cool, fine. Yeah, that's great. My apologies. Have a good day. Um, no, no, no. I actually have one more question. Mm -hmm. How would one get approval from, uh, from the Guru Coterie? You would have to have uh, somebody on the Coterie. Uh, speak on your behalf. Great. Hmm. How do we find, how do we talk to them? Yeah, do you know anybody? Family, friends? If you already have your connections, then you can utilize them. If not, well, then I cannot help you. Hmm. It's just, you know, it's really important to us because, you know, it's been kind of, it's been kind of hard. Uh, for both of us, we've we've faced a lot of adversity coming to see you. You know, we heard wonderful things, and um, so it's really hard to find out that you know all we want to do is learn. All we want to do is find out um, some information. My feet, bloody, blistered on the bottom. That's not what from we're... walking here. Yeah, so far we don't need to learn about her feet necessarily. They're really gross. Um, Trust me, you don't want to see. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <Sorry, really bad. laughs> persuasion. Oh, God, first roll, first roll! First roll the campaign. <sighs> don't okay, fuck it okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Don't fuck it up. I'm just going to choose this one. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. That's great. Uh, persuasion. <laughs> Setting it off. Oh, you know what? No, that's still pretty bit. 12? 12. <laughs> It's not <clears throat> as bad as it could have been. She listens to your pleading, lingers a bit on the detailed description of your bloody 
feet. Um, I see you right now. Before glancing back to you. Your best bet, if you do not have a connection to the country, would be to um, appeal to the Chende Corum, and whether it be through deeds or goodwill, have them um, speak on your behalf. Send a letter of recommendation. All right, an appeal. And where do we talk to the Chande Quorum? Where do we find them? Well, if they're meeting on the core spire, Specifically, <laughs> specifically, it would be on the the Chande Chambers, which are on the Chande. very top of the core spire. Chande Chambers, right? Yeah. However, they are um, carefully guarded, and you require appointments to speak with anybody to give information. The Chende Quorum is anonymous, so to speak directly is um, impossible. But Do you know anyone on the Chende Quorum? Nobody knows who is on the Chende Quorum. That's oh. what anonymous means. Yeah, but I thought maybe it was anonymous to the public, but certain people knew, you know? I'm certain there are people who know, but I am not at that station myself. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wish I could be of more help. How long are these appointments usually backed up? I could not tell you. I Days, have not dealt. Weeks. Best of luck. Thank you. Great. Do you work here all the time? I am not the only escatore, but I do handle this shift. Okay. Thank you. How often is the um, is the conservatory open? Is it is it an all day, all night sort of situation? Uh, outside of members of the conservatory and, you know, the student body, uh, it is only open during the light of the day. All right. Students have access to it at all times. Great. Maybe we should just become students here. <gasps> yeah. I could go back to school. <laughs> that would be fun. Oh. I have mm. to get to business and make some uh, tea, but thank you for your time. Great, thank you. Hmm. Yeah. How do we enroll? How do you become a student here? I don't know. I always felt like this was always for the fancy and rich people uh -oh. who can, like, afford. This looks like an expensive sort of place. It does look very expensive. But I don't know, maybe they have grants, you know? Programs we could get into. Yeah, yeah. Financial. Bits. Can I just, like, open up my, um, my mind a little bit and see um, if I can just hear the thoughts of, um, Miss Kunthia. Certainly. Are you using a spell slot or just your feature? Just, just opening up my mind. All right. Wisdom saving throw. As you. Oh, did I have to roll? Did I? Did I, mean, I have to? Ro you will when you use this. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. But first, as you kind of step just beyond the range of your awareness and this capability of creeping in and seeding into someone's mind you are met with an obstinate willpower and a figure that has likely been trained due to their station to be somewhat resistant to such prodding. That makes sense. Uh, however, you do still have to make a saving throw. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, that'll take me out. Um, it's plus my 
What is it? The DC would be 10 plus the number of Yeah, no, uh, space, 100% so. don't reach that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While her voice does not seem to connect with your extended will, a number of other whispers begin to cross paths as you exit the conservatory, make your way down the conservatory steps. Oh, other students that walk by and employees of the conservatory, you can hear their voices all creeping in and it's starting to give you a headache. Oh, it hurts a bit. Imogen, wait, oh, um, oh, before I leave, Kuntia, darling. Yes? Do you have like a pamphlet or something? Like a little introduction to the school, like in case we consider enrolling, you know, just doing a little campus tour trip. No. Huh. Wait, how do you even fucking enroll then? How do you get into this place? Do your research. If you just wander in off the street without doing the research, well, that does not bode well for a student's inquiry, does it? I find that quite ironic, considering I came here for research, so. Good day. Thank you. Miss. Imogen! As you head off and step down the stairs, you can see there's two uh, cats that are probably conservatory wild creatures that wander about. They both stop and turn and hiss at you as you walk by. And they rush off into the bushes. Uh, darling, you're all right. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, well. Let's, let's get out of here, it's getting crowded. Yeah. Uh, I promised Shadana I would stop by the market and get some eggs. She's she's out of eggs. All right. Yeah. Let's pick up some tea on the way too. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Returning to the wire gondola relatively soon after you disembarked, you pay the ferry cost of one silver each. And those two universities are the only ones up here. Correct. The high-end universities. There are other places of learning, um, but they're they're not as like lauded right. nationwide as much. Okay. Okay. It's Ivy League. Uh, one of them. If Ivy League is even that great. Right. Oh, right. It doesn't just. Sorry, okay, if you're Ivy League. And ten <laughs> silver make a gold. No. Ten silver, ten silver make, make a gold. Okay. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> but you ride the gondola back down to the core spire. Descending as the afternoon gets later, you immediately step off and enter the main thoroughfare here, bustling with people of all walks of life. You hear the heavy footfalls of a figure that kind of pushes past, kind of hitting your shoulder a bit, Imogen, and you watch as a Pachydon, the massive elephant folk, kind of step by holding a large, kind of netted, Cluster of gathered fruits and vegetables. One arm goes, oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. And continues. i just kind of interlock my arm around Imogen's. I mean, are we ever going to find out anything? Maybe we should just leave this place and go find another city. And we always have that option. I know. I felt so good about coming here. Like it was, you know, the first. Oh, we'd be interacting with civilization in a while. I had high hopes for it, but we've done well here. We really have. We have, yeah. Honestly, I anticipated somebody running me out of this city far sooner, so the fact that it hasn't happened yet. Mrs. Mrs. Excuse me, so sorry. And you turn over and you can see uh, one of the Qatari folk, uh, kind of lion-like in appearance, with a 
uh, a heavy kind of medium brown mane that has been uh, pulled back and uh, kind of put over the shoulders, and it goes around the mid-back or so with a very light kind of tan fur coloration in the face, thinner for a Katari, approaches with a, a colorful blouse on what looks to be a small kind of hand-carried cart with all manner of jewelry made of nuts and uh, pieces of wood that have been carved, and goes, Sorry to bother you, but I had to say, this would look incredible on either one of you or both of you if you're interested. You have some great sense, but, you know, accessorizing is what it's all about. I'm just saying. Um, I'm just going to hold on to my coin purse. <laughs> yeah. Any interest? That's uh, a special price this afternoon. Can't, like, it's locking eyes on you and starting to kind of scoot a little bit away. Uh, I think we're fine. You sure? It's Special five copper for this beautiful beast nut necklace. Kind of clatters together. It looks okay. Um, I uh, think. Uh, I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Very well. Continue on your way if you'd like. Takes it and places it back in this cart and quickly picks it up and moves off. Uh, excuse me, miss. Just kind of already skitters off to the side. It's at this point, Lana. You notice there's a pair of dwarven children that are kind of off the side of this small alley that are just kind of staring right at you. You both kind of get spooked and kind of retract, but it's not completely out of the way. <laughs> what do you see? It's two kids. A little spooked, it seems. Where did they go? Are they still looking? They're still looking. They just they feel like they, they hid, but they're still kind of peeking around the side of the corner. I'm curious. Hang on. I'm just going to go over. They both Hello? kind of immediately go and like try and hide further down the alley. As you oh. kind of step off to the side, you can see bits of... Uh, shattered cloth that was part of an archway that's been kind of just left to slight ruin down the path. And it goes about 15 or so feet. You can see leftover rotted bits of, of wood, uh, empty boxes that have been kind of placed there for storage and forgotten. You can see a little bit of the stonework in the alley itself is slowly eroded over time. There's a patch of mud there. And right around the very, very back where you see where those boxes are, both children's kind of. <laughs> are we playing hide and seek? They both look terrified. <laughs> I jump out. I found ah, They both scream and run past you. One runs through your legs. They both oh, scatter wait, out no, into the street. I'm friendly. You know, I don't, I don't think it goes over quite as well as you think it does, oh, you know? I just, I love kids, though. Lana. Do they love? Lana, no. They, they don't. Fuck. They're like, you know, fun, scary, like. Fun, scary. Yeah. Okay, I am fun, scary. Lana, you're scary, scary. I'm scary, scary. Yeah. Oh my God. But in a good way. Thank you. Yeah, comes in handy. I kind of want to just talk to the kids. I feel like maybe they know something. <laughs> they know something what? Like how to get into the, you know, maybe they could, maybe they could sneak into the conservatory. Yeah, maybe they know, like kids know stuff like that, like weird little sewer entrances, because they're tiny, so they fit in small places. We could get into a sewer <laughs> in the spire and go up through the sewer and oh, come up out in the middle of the library and the conservatory. You know, I wonder what those shadow creepers, what they were doing, and if they have any paths up that way. That's a good point. Children! Children! I don't, I, I don't think it's gonna work, Lana. Do I see the kids? <laughs> Make a reception check. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not good. <laughs> Eight total. Ooh. Those children are gone. They're gone. They have scattered to the four winds and likely have adopted a new nightmare. Oh, 
I'll find more children. You can visit them in their dreams tonight. You can see there's an older woman right off next to a lot of the ears who say she'll find more children and goes, Oh, fuck. Let's, Let's go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I gotta get eggs. <laughs> <laughs> As you both begin to wander off to find one of the larger marketplaces here on the core spire, I would like to ask Sam and Tell us <gasps> oh! to the table, please. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so oh my ready. God, oh my god! Oh my god! It's here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hi. Hi, Ashley. Your eyes flutter open. The air, familiar, familiarly stale. You slightly feel the hint of a hangover, but. As you kind of rub your eyes and sit up, you are on your standard sleeping cot here in the Crook House, surrounded by the, what would be considered destitute interior by anyone of means, but to you, it's colorful and it's fun. Uh, a lot of cobbled together, half-torn tapestries and colorful strings of, of gems and beads of no worth that give a character to it. The place has a very, a very vibrant, whatever you find at the bottom of the gutter and polish off feel to it. But here in the Crook House, it's home. You're not sure what time it is. It could be four in the morning. It could be four in the afternoon. No light makes its way down here. It's kind of the, the odd nature of being here in the Fonsi Hollow in the center of the core spire. This empty cylindrical space that resides in the central area of the core spire where many of the folk go to disappear. Disappear intentionally to be away from the streets and find community amongst the other, uh, the others who don't want to engage too heavily with society for all of its good and bad. The inside of the hollow itself is this hundreds and hundreds of feet of climbing ladders and walkways and uh, rafters and, and just a, a, a mass collection of odd pieces of bamboo and metal and wood and cables that are strung together to create a net network of climbable space to reach any of the numerous tunnels that exit from the center of the spire out to the many streets. People come here to be forgotten, or people are thrown here to be forgotten, but you call it home. If you'd like to describe yourself, Ashton. <sighs> Uh, Ashton, uh, he, they, he, they, are an earth genasi uh, with green stone skin and a dark purple crystal hair um, on the shorter end of things. Um, they're wearing an awful lot of leather that looks like they've been wearing it for a very, very long time with uh, red fabric lining it. Um, They've got leather pouches, a bit of everything to keep, to keep little bits and pieces together. Some piercings made mostly of nails, uh, and very obviously a giant hole in the left side of their head uh, that has been filled with slag glass. And beneath the slag glass, there's a little bit of an opalescent brain that can be seen through. One of the eyes on the cracked side is milky, like a like a, a tiger's eye gem. 
Uh, the cracks run most of the upper left side of the body and, and have been patched together with what looks like slag melted gold to piece everything together. Uh, they also have on the back of their very hand decorated jacket the words just don't. <laughs> um, and a big glass hammer that they carry around that very, very uh, gently just around uh, the base of it says, fuck off. <laughs> uh, so that's Ashton. As you stir for a moment and kind of sit up, <clears throat> bearing a familiar voice goes, so when are you going to wake up? You're being lazy. So you hear Milo from around the corner. Fuck off, what time is it? It's afternoon. Fuck. It's right. Okay. To this point, you begin to take in the smell of some sort of cooking meat that's filled the room a bit. And as you push past the hanging uh, lantern to your left in what looks like a um, kind of a a makeshift uh, cloth bed that dangles between two portions of the room, you can see on the work shelf to one side and the kind of metal iron uh, skillet placed upon a, a little heated device that Milo has created. You see Milo. Uh, now, Milo, to bring this <laughs> over here. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. I'm trying to make sure everything. He's a, a non-binary human, kind of early 20s. Uh, he's like funny beige skin, large glasses, and a knitted cap. And they're in the process of cooking up some food and said, as soon as you're ready, there'll be food it's almost done. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Scrapes it off onto a piece of sheet metal, kind of puts a couple small bolts off and kind of places them back in a shelf that they keep. Uh, Could have used that, but that's okay. Have you seen uh, fresh cut grass around? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, letters. <laughs> letters. Uh, as you are just kind of milling about, taking in the space, in, impatient for anything to happen, but not quite ready to do anything on your own, um, you hear uh, Milo shout out and the the rousing sounds of uh, Ashen around the corner. If you would like to describe yourself. Sure. <laughs> Wheeling into the room uh, is an, a, a short automaton with yellow metallic skin, uh, a cute little backpack. Um, <laughs> uh, he's got, uh, he, they, uh, has uh, two big blue eyes of different shapes. Uh, he's got a, a wheel that he rolls around on. Um, on his chest plate are uh, are four stripes that sort of look like blades of grass uh, down down his chest plate, and uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as he as he wheels into the room, uh, well, uh, well, smiley day there, uh, Ashton. <laughs> how, how you doing? I've been. How how was your stasis? Uh, I've been sort of waiting here on standby, waiting for your for your designation. Um, are you are you almost? Uh, Almost ready to go? The stasis was short. Uh, Protein is incoming. Protein is incoming, right? Protein is ready. Fuck. They hand it over to you. 
short. I mean, you had to be out for at least 11 hours. Like, is mm. that, is that all? Do, do you need more than oh, that? Oh, I could have done with 14, 15 easily. Wow. wow. Are you hungry as well? Oh, uh, I, I had some bolts already. I'm, I'm uh, good to go. Thank oh. you though, Milo. And thank you for patching up, uh, patching up my whole, my whole thing over here. Oh, I appreciate it. Trust me, my honor as a, as a person who dabbles in, uh, you know, automation on a lower arcane level, it's it's not every day you get the option to work with something quite as uh, deep as you, I'd say. Well, I'm I'm very pleased that uh, working on me gave you value. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna get back to my my work. Uh, do anything today? You're just lounging around again? I uh, thought I'd head up, maybe a. Uh... Show fresh cut grass around a little bit, see something, unless you've got something that needs to be picked up, any work, I could certainly use the work, if you have the work. Uh, I think it really hits your specialty. I've been uh, doing I... some minor repairs around the windowed wall for a bit. Okay, because I'm uh, bored, so I'll do some stupid shit right now. Honestly, we could use a little bit of excitement around here, so stupid shit away. Uh, We're doing stupid shit? I figure that's the best way to spend a day. Or what's left of it. Feels like we've been doing a lot of stupid shit since uh, we got here. Hey, you're catching on. That's good. All right. It's good, you're sharp. Um, so I guess after you uh, finish up breakfast and maybe tidy up yourself? <laughs> nope, all right. Uh, we'll just go then. Let's, uh, let's go see what's happening upstairs. Ugh. All right. So as you climb this this kind of multi-leveled, truncated hovel that has odd stairs and ladders that lead you up to the area where it exits out onto the side of the wall of the center of the hollow, uh, you pass by uh, Ani. This is Aniata. You see the uh, the half elf, half orc, kind of young performer, kind of looks to be in her early twenties, kind of sitting down with this this for as rough as her clothing is, this really nice-looking loot that you're uncertain if she saved up for it, necessarily, or <laughs> got it off the back of somebody's cart, who knows? Uh, but it's sitting there in the process of just quietly practicing, and as you begin to practice, goes, glad you both finally decided to do something today. Oh, fuck off. You fuck off. Please tell me you have something that needs lifting. Oh, please, do you have a show? Do you need something carried? I just want a little cash. Nope, sorry. I'm practicing for an audition because I want to actually maybe get a spot in the Dreamscape Theater for Stuvan, and that would actually, I don't know, earn us a little money in this household. Uh, so, uh, you, uh, the you Dreamscape Theater, did you say? Yeah. Stuvan's Dreamscape Theater. Here. What's that? What's that? What's that? It's a performance auditorium. It's where people of all sort of believed skill sets go and try and wow the crowd. I mean that sounds amazing, and you're 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 hopeful to to perform there. It's amazing, depending on what you consider art. Some of the music I've heard there is pretty. Bad. It's pretty iffy. Well, maybe you can raise the bar. Well, that's the hope. Do you actually have to perform for Stevan or no? I actually don't have an audition yet, but I'm practicing for when I get one. Oh, heaven help you, God. <sighs> well. I, I guess just out there, uh, unless you need us to go find out when, when auditions are being held or anything? 
What do you want from me? <laughs> They're very friendly. I don't know how to turn it off and stop that part. But, I hate it. Um, I keep being told it's going to grow on me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> If you hear anything, just let me know. I'm just gonna, just gonna stay here and practice. Well, look forward to the new show regardless. Keep it up. Let you know if, uh, if I can pull myself together for some sort of a performance anytime soon. I believe in you. I believe in you as well. <laughs> I, they're not joking though. I, I, know, I know we just met, but I definitely believe in you. Get out. <laughs> All right, fuck off. Please, <laughs> fuck yes. off. Good morning. <laughs> Oh, I mean, tuning and adjusting a bit. <laughs> Stepping out into the hollow, you immediately see this large cylindrical space that climbs up at a, a mostly vertical way and descends for another hundred or so feet. It looks extremely dangerous, if not for the hundreds of various cables and ropes that are carved from wall to wall and attached to pittons and, and other kind of uh, anchor points. So everyone can kind of pull their way up and climb these endless pieces of scaffolding and ladders that just make their way all around the center space. You could see entranceways and doors and tunnels to all little homes and cavern nooks where people have essentially set up and squatted. Uh, there isn't a lot of oversight to the hollow necessarily, so it's great for those who want to be off the grid a bit. So, leading your way through. Well, I figure we've seen a lot of the underground of the core spire. Why don't we uh, take you upstairs and actually see some sky for a change? Oh, that, I mean, that sounds lovely. Um, do we, uh, do we, we don't have a job yet, though. I mean, not yet, no. All right. I'm working on it. Uh, you can work on it, too. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll ask around, see, see what Actually, I can... that might be better. I tend to, I've tend to already, I've kind of figured out who I'm already working for in this town. I think I... Getting new clients is not my, it's not my specialty. Oh, well, don't sell yourself short. I'm, I'm sure you've got, you know, you present yourself as sort of uh, rough around the edges and, you know, brusque a little bit. Yeah. And, but I feel like there's a heart of gold down there. I just need to stick on my miner's cap and get a pickaxe and dig real deep, you know? It's been so fun having you around for the last few weeks. I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate that, although it does kind of sound like there's a but or an end of that coming, but... Maybe there is. You know, I'm not entirely sure anymore. Anyway, let's... Top side we go. Yeah. All righty. Climbing up uh, a number of stories to mm. one of the various tunnels that exits the hollow and makes its way towards one of the main streets of this region of the Core Spire, you eventually emerge this would be on the edge of what's called the Prism Emporium, which is one of the general uh, wares, repositories, and, and shops in this region. And at this point, it's you know, mid-afternoon, uh, a nice warm day with the sun kind of pouring through, and uh, it's a beautiful view as you kind of step into the main road, uh, fresh-cut grass. As you glance by, you can see a flock of birds going through the gentle clouds, and hear the sounds of people taking care of their business throughout the surrounding bustling thoroughfare. Somebody dumps a piss bucket out the side of their door and just coats you. Uh, sorry. sorry. Fuck off! Sorry I was in your way, sorry. I apologize. 
Man, we gotta work on that. Fucker! It's really no, it's it's no no skin off my teeth. I don't have skin or teeth, so it's it's really fine. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's uh, take a little stroll, see a few sights. Have I taken you to Spire by Fire yet? No, but it rhymes, so I'm in. <laughs> uh, let's let's head to Spire by Fire. Let's see if we can rustle up a little work. Okay, and I'll give you a tour. It's pretty nice. Okay, oh. uh, it's. Uh, I'd say about a 20, 25 minute journey from where you currently are to Spire by Fire. The city streets of each of the main spires is a gradual spiral that heads upward uh, with various uh, kind of stairways that wind to shortcut between the different levels, as well as pulley evaders that are pulled up by chain, uh, cable, and if you have the money to spend, occasionally uh, a few other more expensive means of jumping between, you can hire Simurgs to go ahead and ride on. Yeah. If you know where to go to one of their spaces, there's Simurgs, which are these uh, kind of deep red, crimson-looking, massive hawk-type birds with heads of uh, like a wolf-dog-like creature, uh, native to the wilds here, uh, and are considered dangerous if spooked out in the wild, but there are Simurg riders here that are uh, trained as part of the Wilders. Wilders, which is the colloquial name for the uh, mm-hmm. The wardens, the guards of the city that work for the Chande Corum. So you see them keeping an eye up above and are considered the law enforcement to whatever your perception of that may be and or the Corum itself. Uh, but occasionally there are some that are trained and uh, their trainers utilize them to, to ferry people from spire to spire and level to level. But on foot, eventually you make your way to the Spire by Fire Inn. What you see before you is a monstrous six-story tavern that uh, looks like a labyrinth built into the edge of the rock of the Spire itself. Uh, You can see it's climbing up like a makeshift stronghold, more than an inn, though there are a number of balconies that kind of emerge from it. And if it were freestanding on its own, it would look like a mess and probably crumble. But because it's built into the rock, they got to be very creative with its layout. there are all manner of torches that burn throughout the day and night here uh, and kind of give it a, a warm, welcoming glow at all points of the day. Um, you can see there is a very unique mix of clientele here. There are people from all different walks of life and colorful, uh, you know, wealthy outfits with you know, fine silks and, and accessories. There are some more ragtag, rough and tumble folks that come in here for their drinks. It is a, it is a, a mixing pot here in the center of the core spire within Drusar. Uh, and immediately, it kind of just, it draws your intrigue as to what what adventure might be found in this space. Uh, sh- uh, you, you want me to do the talking or, or, or you, Ashton? Well, well let's, let's take a look around. Let's see what's here. I, I, I value your input. I'm gonna see if I know anybody. I think between the two of us, we can probably, we can wrangle something. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right, let's roll on in. All right. Or walk. We can do both. <laughs> Stepping inside, immediately to the right, you see there's a table where uh, three figures are in the process of playing a card game. You can see it looks to be uh, an orc with very kind of, uh, kind of in- intense, greasy hair that almost gives a, 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 a kind of a frond like look to it uh, with a nice uh, billowed sleeve. Uh, 
priest of dress, like a like a, a nice shirt, who is currently holding a hand at their front. You see what looks to be a gnome, older, kind of wrapped in scarves and bundled up a bit, uh, with their kind of a, a an upturned nose that you know, probably was adorable in their younger years, but they've been going on for a bit, and, and now it's just well, it's adorable in a different way, I'll say. And you see a, a massive Pakidan who is at the table. Uh, big, long, draping ears that go past the tail, a trunk that is curled around and kind of up against the chest, tusks that are adorned and carved with designs, uh, and you can uh, see them holding their cards in their tiny little hands, keeping a watch as they kind of lean deep down to get close to the rest of the table. You know this individual to be uh, the uh, towering Kalyan, who is kind of the loosely the bouncer of the establishment. And as you walk in, Kalyan just goes, Ashton. Kalyan? Is a shear here, or? Right over there, if you're looking. He points <sighs> over to the front, and you can see, uh, while not at the front at the moment, there are no patrons at the central uh, barkeep table. Beyond the door, you can see there is a chair in the corner, and beyond that, you can see a male Qatari uh, of lion descent, orange-brown fur and a dark, dark black mane uh, that is kind of braided tightly and goes past the back shoulders. Um, more of a uh, more of a, a tank top than a, than a tunic or shirt, um, you know. Well built and seems to be eager to show it off, um, but is arranging and organizing things back there. Doesn't seem to notice your presence yet. I'm gonna walk out and take out a couple silver and slide it down the bar, and I'm just gonna keep sliding it down the bar, making as much noise as, as I can. As soon as the coin hits the <laughs> the wood and the textures begin to scrape a bit, you can see one of the ears turn off to the side on his shears. Hi! <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, you know, was running a business, but I uh, heard, your, heard your coin on the table. Uh, what, what can I do for you? Uh, something for breakfast. Uh, whatever breakfast beer you have would be great. Breakfast beer. And also, just, just to put into your mind, imagine how much drunker I would be right now if you knew a way for me to earn some money. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Well, for a breakfast beer, for... Is this your, uh, your, your protector? One of, those, one, of those, one of those arcane guardians, or whatever they're called? I've seen a couple of them come through here, but this one's quite small. You might want to get your money back. They're complicated. This mm. is uh, fresh cut grass, please. Smiley day to you. It's a lovely establishment you got here. Is this uh, owner owner operated, or is this your place? It is, yeah. Be careful what you say. They're very vicious. Fantastic. Fuck it's, you up. The ambiance is really nice. The clientele looks buried, and uh, I'm impressed that you're so busy uh, midday like this. Well, thank you. Yeah, I thank you. No one, no one seems to appreciate the hard work I put into this place for the past ten years, and it's it's nice to get a little acknowledgement from a stranger. That's right. Yeah. 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 Would you like a breakfast beer as well? I would not. I can't drink it. Oh, <laughs> right. Should have assumed. Sorry. I'll say a Hartmore brisket beer. I'll get it for you. I'll get one for myself as well. It goes oh, ahead and good idea. fills up two and hands yeah. it over to you. Give us a drink of it. And down. So what? What's what's your deal? What what is what's your what's your deal? This is fascinating. And he grins with the uh, the kind of sharpened teeth of the heavy canines appearing. A, a, a bright smile, but you can definitely see their. My deal. Uh, I'm I'm here to uh, 
assist and, and be helpful to Ashton in, in all of their uh, journeys and travels uh, at the moment. All right, all right. Well, uh, you good at uh, lifting, arranging? Lifting? I, I mean, I can lift something, yeah. Are we less of a lifter and more of a thinker? And a bit of a doer? <laughs> and honestly just lightens the place up, so. Uh, ledger work. Ledger work? How fast can you do my taxes? I have not done taxes yet. I, I, I do more things like um, uh, when people are injured, I, I make them less injured, that, that sort of thing. Oh, well, uh, stick around till past sunset tonight. There'll be plenty of injured people, probably. Oh, so, yeah? Uh, I, I'm also keen to um, meet people who, well, have a lack in their life and try to figure out what it is and see if I can help them fill it. Okay, now it got weird. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's, it's... I just feel like there's a lot of broken people out there and I can do a lot to help them. That's all. You're gonna be real busy, friend. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Can't wait. Saying. Right, right. Sure <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a beer? Oh, no, I definitely don't. All right, fair enough. <laughs> if you have some scrap iron or any, uh, Chunks of metal back there, though. Anything particular you'd be looking for? Or? Uh, any alloy? And anything? Oh, really? No, I'm dead, dead fucking serious. Goes ahead and takes the silver that you brought over and changes it out to a couple copper pieces and kind of slides them over. Yeah. Co copper pieces? Ooh, this is a conundrum. <laughs> I want to eat those. Yeah. Ashton really likes money, <laughs> so... Copper's not really money. Really? Copper's more of an insult. You can totally eat that. All right. <laughs> you sure? I feel weird yeah, about no, this. Yeah, no, 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 do it. Do you want to turn away? No, I, I'm good, I'm good. You're I, real weird around money. You love it so I, much. I also really love watching you eat, though. You know this. All right. Shira is just completely <laughs> enthralled and watches. I'll put in the, both the coins into my mouth and just... <laughs> Okay, I will admit it does that hurt a little. Is amazing. It does hurt a little. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep, never gets old. I can't taste. <laughs> Tell you what, you want to come by about once a week, twice a week or so for the nights, and you want to do that for money, you'll entertain the different patrons around here. You can make a little cash. Means nothing to me, but sure, if, if Ashton wants I'll, some cash, sure. Well, also, it'll 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 keep you put together. I know that you know. We have a funny feeling we're gonna need to patch you up every now and then. Am I gonna be a regular at, at a tavern? If you like. Oh. Will they do that thing when I roll in and where they all go fresh cut grass and everyone's just happy to see me? Keep this up, most likely. All right. <laughs> Quite possibly. We might even get into a bar fight. I knew that would excite you. This is amazing. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> Work for you. Your skill set, not quite. But I'll keep an ear out. Maybe please, even please, 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 please. Right. Well, in the meantime, finish your breakfast. Mm. Are you sure you don't have anything for Ashton? He, they would really appreciate it. <sighs> I think, honestly, between Mir and Kalyan, we kind of got all the all the physical stuff taken care of at the moment. We'll try back in a week, maybe. Well, and if you hear anybody needs anything around, you know how it is. I know, I know. I'll keep up on that. Not feeling very particular right now, either, so. Good to know. Open options. Very open. 
Only got a couple hours before the mainstays start coming through here, so um, either stick around and be ready, or be scarce to leave open tables for paying customers, if you don't mind. There's a few people who probably won't be that happy to see me anyway, so... Okay, well, stay for now. Finish your beer. And pleasure to meet you, uh, Fresh Cut Grass. Fresh Cut Grass. Hmm. Bring him around more often. Yeah, yeah. They're, right. they're, they're sticking around. Ting! <laughs> Flicks you in the head for a minute. Yep, that's, that's me. Fascinating. <laughs> rude. Definitely a little rude, but I'm drinking, so. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Mm. Oh. Oh. oh, okay. If I could please have oh. Oh. Liam, Ashley, and Robbie come to the table. Oh, oh shit! Travis changed his name to Robbie. Oh shit! Hey! hey. 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 Who is this now? <laughs> now you lied. This isn't your basement. <laughs> basement, basement. It all works out fine. <laughs> <laughs> so now, <laughs> the three of you have been set on a trek, specifically tied to the Arishari. When a call was made to you after returning to Byroden and the rest of your found friends, you were given a task by the voice of the Tempest, Keyleth. And as part of this journey, Wait, what? you were told to bring two friends along the way. These two could be helpful in this. Opal had to stay behind, uh, still figuring out kind of where she stood, both with her sister and the newfound vestige that lies upon her head. And Dariax wanted to keep an eye and be there to support and help her figure out what the next step was to be while the two of you were asked to attend Orm's side for this. With that, transitioned you via tree to Amon to bypass the challenging mess you had left behind in What on earth do you mean? <laughs> and enough money to afford yourselves a skyship across the Osmet Sea. Like that they own or rented? No, a, a okay, one-way okay, passage Jesus. of a skyship. <laughs> <laughs> It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you come towards the end of this multi-day journey, the three of you glance past the uh, the edge of the skyship, kind of holding on to the far railing as the clouds and mist begin to dissipate beyond the front of the ship. As you look past the bow, you can see, beginning to emerge from the clouds and mist below, the five different heights of the rocky spires that mark Drusar. This is lovely. They're so pointy. Are they pointy? Uh, one of them is. One of them is so pointy. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those who have not watched Alexandria Unlimited, uh, Ashley, would you mind? <laughs> so, would you mind describing a fern? Yes, um, Fern is about a, a six-foot-tall fawn, um, very, very long seafoam green hair, and 
is just covered in all bits and baubles and, and lots of flowers and toadstools and moss on her hooves and she has a little friend, Mister, and he's a little monkey. That's all. <laughs> Are you drunk right now? Or is this Always. It? Okay. <laughs> Glancing over the side and spilling your excitement out to Orem, if you wouldn't mind Liam describing yourself. Sure. Uh, Orem is a halfling. He's three foot and change. Uh, shock of short brown hair. And he's wearing... Um, a little bit of brown leather armor, mostly a breastplate. And these um, leather boots that have round um, green stone rings that are laced into the shin guard of each one. He has a short sword sheathed uh, on his back, an ivy adorned shield on one hand, and um, the armor and, and the, the very well-worn sashes that are tied around his waist and hanging down have um, woven patterns of ivy and flower on them. And they're beautiful, but they're, they're not fancy. They're just well-made and, and well-worn. And um, he has a full-sleeve tattoo going up his arm that is all clouds from the wrist all the way up onto his shoulder and then disappearing under his armor, onto his chest. And the two moons of Exandria are right here. Katha uh, is a white crescent and Ruidus is a smaller full moon cradled uh, within. Uh, and he is uh, very fine features. His, uh, he's really ropey muscles and slender like a dancer. Okay. Glancing past the edge of this wonderful vista before you as the city grows closer, this is the first journey any of you have taken on this guy's ship, but it's certainly not the first time that you've been here, Dorian. Uh, this is an odd, if conflicted, return to a continent where you began your journey a long time ago if you wouldn't mind describing Dorian. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Dorian is, um, for all intents and purposes, a normal bard. He's just in traveler's clothes. Um, but if you were to first glance at him, what you would notice is um, how uncharacteristically clean he is. Uh, uh, no mud on his boots. He has a, a large uh, winged sort of armor plate that you can't really tell if it's ornamental or or functional, and there's not a fingerprint on it. It's perfectly shined. And uh, he's wearing a long cape that uh, has sort of a sunburst ombre that goes down the back. Uh, he's an air genasi, so he sort of moves with the lightness, and you might first mistake it for confidence, but it just seems like it's part of who he is and not so much what he wants to project. And um, he has uh, long black hair that goes down into a white ombre, and he's got sort of a top-knot man bun here, mm -hmm. also very pristine. Um, and um, yeah, as he sort of looks out over things, he, he feels comfortable in the sky, but this is a wild experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's enjoying it a lot. 
Slowly, the, shy, the sky ship begins to grow closer and closer to dock between the five spires of Drusar, heading towards the airy spire, whereupon you can see from this distance these massive structures, these uh, clusters of towers that draw high and thin. You can see mass halls made of marble with open windows and uh, crystalline uh, art pieces that are almost like these, these murals that the sunlight catches and uh, creates a, a prismatic-like refraction across the, the concrete ground on the exterior. What you do also see are the two other skyships that are docked on one large protruding skyport. You can see they have different designs than the one you're on based on where they were built, whatever uh, whatever union or guild or individual had conscripted or ordered their construction. While they're all a similar layout for the most part, each seems to have a little bit of flair from wherever its home may be. And you watch as one initiates its takeoff, heading more in a northeastern direction, and one that is just currently locked in at the dock as you get closer and closer and closer. Some of the other people who were staying on this trip and mostly kept to themselves, you could see, gathering their belongings and preparing to disembark upon arrival. You have about a minute before you touch down at the skyport. This is easily one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. I agree. How do you suppose it stops? Like, I, I think I've understood how we've been going, but how does it stop? It looks like we're going too fast. Does it feel too fast? I think we crash. What? <laughs> I'm sure they've got it worked out. All right. Beautiful, beautiful, very beautiful. <clears throat> Look at that city. It's huge. You watch as the two prominent blue rounded stones, about 10 to 12 feet in diameter, that are uh, affixed to the front of the ship, referred to as broomstone, which has a natural arcane uh, ability to remain aloft in spite of gravity, and that maintains a skyship's movement, begin to glow brighter. And as they do, the ship begins to come to a slower and slower speed until eventually it descends rather suddenly, and everyone kind of gets that sudden drop in their stomach as the butterflies creep in until you feel a it impacts on some sort of dock, and you can already hear chains being pulled down from below a few shouts, people shouting in Marquesian phrases, go over here, quick! Why have we got a lockdown? You guys who do not speak Marquesian just hear shouting. I do um, give Dorian just a little soft, like, fist on the hip as I see. Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Everything's fine. You'd think I'd be better at this, wouldn't you? <laughs> Two of the other people kind of watch and clap, not wanting to feel left out, and they <laughs> gather their belongings. And you can see there's a there's an iron gate uh, at the edge of the skyship edge, and now as it begins to open up, you can see other people walking towards it. And there is a staircase that has been affixed to it that leads them down one by one as you gather your things and exit the skyship yourselves. Well. Shall we? Yeah, let's um, get a feel for this place. Don't need to rush into things. All right. Thank you all for traveling. Welcome to Drusar. I am the port captain, Tang. 
Thank you for flying. And uh, you look over. <laughs> <laughs> you glance over, and off to the side, there is a, a heavy station in the center of the Skyport, which has multiple outcroppings. To, it looks like it could hold at any, any given point in time simultaneously up to eight different skyships comfortably. And in the center of it, there is kind of a small tower, and you see there with what looks like some sort of a a, a, a an extent a vocal extension horn, kind of like a, a cone, if you will. Uh, shouting out where what looks to be a humanoid bird kinfolk. Uh, you, sh- you know, uh, is referred to as uh, an icefra. And you can see this kind of uh, beautiful kind of ivory bir- uh, feathers that kind of eventually transition into a dark brown at some points, and then over the shoulders, it's like a heavy brown coloration, but is wearing a uniform uh, and a hat and seems to be very excited and proud of their position. With that, you exit following the rest of the folks that are disembarking and make your way down into a central street here within the airy spire. Just sort of dive into the current of it and see what we see, learn by walking. Okay. Just like the last few months, right? Yeah, you're just one foot in front of the other and, and, and you move forward. That is exactly how you walk. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it. Let's hope it. <laughs> Continuing on, you watch as part of the crowd splinter off, and them head towards some of those larger, kind of tower-based structures that you saw. Uh, a small crew of them begin to uh, progress to what looks to be a some sort of a, a, a two-story structure where a large, heavy tower that has a metal ball at the top, and it looks to be a cable that descends out of view. Um, you know this to be one of the various wire gondolas that connect elements of the city, and as folks go up and begin to pay an individual that lets them onto one of these gondolas that is ready to make its way downward, uh, he kind of looks over you all expectantly with his hand out. I give him a (laughs) (laughs) slap. Thank you. Are you you taking passage? Oh, are we taking passage on this thing? Yes, we are. Uh, how much? I start pulling out a change purse. One silver per. I got it, I got it, I got it. Are you sure? Sure. Okay. This is on top of the low five she gave you. Thank you. <sighs> Goes ahead and opens the door, lets you in, and it's now the three of you and uh, what looks to be one other large uh, Pakidam, almost like a, like a priest figure, looks younger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, massive elephant folk uh, who is wearing these kind of roomy, almost cream-colored robes and sleeves that drag past the arms. Uh, looks like they have a, a long kind of earring chain that dangles down to kind of the mid-chest, and you can see them kind of clutching it with one of their hands and rubbing it almost like it has some sort of personal meaning. And uh, this individual you saw briefly get onto the skyship as you originally took off and then was unseen until you arrived. And they kind of fiddle nervously as the doors close and it jerks for a second. And you feel the gondola descending. And while the interior is largely closed off, there are a few windows and there is an element as you can't help yourself but peek through where you are looking down hundreds and hundreds of feet to just the faintest texture of a mist covered jungle below. You know, for some reason, this doesn't bother me like the ship did. Yeah, really? I, yeah, I'm all right with this. Yeah, I think it's the the wire. It feels like we're connected. We're safe. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're real, um, real safe. 
just on a string. Yeah, you could say string. It's I much know, more safe. When we were on the ship, didn't have that sort of mm-hmm. sway to it. Oh, it made me it so sleepy. It was very relaxing, just being on the ship, just the light sway, you know? <laughs> Suddenly it lurches midway down the cable oh. and comes to a stop and kind of sways. Is this uh-huh. What's the weight limit on this thing? <laughs> and I nudge the, the guy next to us. <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. Just a joke, joke. <laughs> <laughs> How are your travels? Nervous. It continues again. And you see the, the packet kind of like. She get the tummy flutters. Every time. Yeah. I'll never get used to it. And kind of like glances back out past the window. Now you can see you're heading now towards the central spire of this city. Of these five that are there, the middle one is not the tallest, but it is definitely the largest. And along the spirals here, you can see all smattering of neighborhoods, like this this massive uh, dreamlike quilt of colors and structures. You can see one region looks like a neighborhood that is just encompassing and swallowing almost like an entire fifth of the side of this spire. And it looks like all these almost vertical buildings that are just locked onto each other and are connected by these tiny little ladders and pathways and walkways, and uh, it's incredible. Beyond that, you see a smaller spire kind of to the northwestern side of it that is a little smaller than the others, though almost as tall as the the core spire, where there are what looks almost like factories, more industrial landscape there, and about a half dozen or more plumes of smoke that rise from different exhaust ports or holes within the rock itself and it kind of changes the colors of the mist that gather around that particular region. I sort of squeeze in between Fern and Doran and look out. Boy, city this big, all we gotta do is find one man. Easy. Yeah, that sounds very simple. Not today, though. We should take one night to sort of, you know, Get rid of the jet lag, right? Yeah. Don't want to walk into trouble. Well, hold on to your purse. I spent a night here, just one. Stayed at a hostel and woke up and my purse strings were cut. So, just be on your guard. Okay. I'm gonna step over to the one with the earring. He's still on the- Back it up, yeah, and he's like edging his way towards the the door that'll open and exit as it's just come to rest at the bottom of the core spire exit. I really like your earring. Oh, thank you very much. I reach out and I just touch it. <laughs> he's just like a, a flinch, but he allows it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a symbol of the all hammer. One more time. It's a symbol of the Allhammer. The Allhammer? <laughs> Great deity of skilled crafting. Oh. How interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the brief glimpse of a smile that had curled to his lips begins to fade and just kind of starts fiddling with it again and turns back to the door as it opens and then just steps out and immediately kind of... As he starts to step out, I'm going to try to swipe it. I'm gonna try to nice. take it off his ear, grab it, because oh. I, I like it a lot. Make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Been here five minutes. 
She's the one we're supposed to be looking out for. Hold on, let me move my scrunchie out of my dice tray. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a natural 19. Oh. oh. Plus two. So. Wow. He exits briskly, making a, for such a, a large, you know, uh, beastly looking entity, uh, the steps are quite gentle and quick. Exits. A moment later, you can see Fern in her hand clutching this gathered chain of gold and silver with a particular symbol on it that looks almost like a, a, a metallic hammer with faces uh, lightly carved on the edges of it. Fern? Mm hmm. We talked about this. What? I, I know that it works most of the time, but that is going to get us in trouble. I told you a story about someone picking my pocket 30 <laughs> seconds ago, and then you pick someone's pocket? That was a I just priest. Said, so don't get on my ass about it. <laughs> all I was, you, t all I know is that it's pretty easy to do here. That's all I took from what you said. <laughs> oh my God. It's beautiful. And it's for the God of, of arts and crafts. <laughs> I think that's what he said. Skills. Put it away, put it away in case he comes back, please. Okay. Oh. Take it easy. As a note, this is about two and a half feet long. <laughs> <laughs> much smaller on the ear of its previous uh, carrier. On you, it it like drags your ear a bit, but it looks cool. I, I pulled Dorian over a few feet away. Listen. I don't think she's going to stop, and I think the only way that it is going to stop is if she if she steps on a rake. Do you know what I mean? Of course, but I, the, she, she's not going to step on a rake. She's going to step on our rakes, and those rakes like are going right to hit us in the face, not her Just give us a second, Fern. <laughs> How do we keep her under control? We tossed that gone the last couple of months. Horribly. All right, just... I'll stay on her left, you stay on her right, and we'll, we'll do a sandwich. We'll just be more alert than... Usual, okay? She took it so fast, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I know, I know, and it's so, I mean, it's amusing, but we've got to tamp it down if we can, and eventually it's going to, you know, bite her in the ass and all of us, but... All right, fine. All right. Agreed. All right, we're done talking in front of you. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be more careful, I, I promise. It was just so beautiful. Yes, yes, it is. Looks great. I don't do that to everybody. I don't. Let's keep going. Five is not that many. Come on. <laughs> hey. Where are you off to? <clears throat> well, unless you guys have any other ideas, I think just finding a place to to eat and stay for the night. And uh, I don't think we should rush into this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you would know. I know that you haven't been here much at all, but you know better than us, certainly. Make a history check. History check. <laughs> Huge roll. <laughs> uh, natural 20. Oh, 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 oh. First Yes. Yes. <laughs> End the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining for Camping 3. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. One roll. Uh, you you stayed here last time. Mm. That's how you, it's a natural 20. You know it so well because you've been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the course fire, one of the, one of the you know, affordable Interesting, filled with, with colorful characters uh, and 
you know, not too far from where you currently are right now would be the Spire by Fire. <sighs> well, we've got a little spending cash, right? A little mm-hmm. slush fun, but we've got a lot to do. And it's our first night. I think we should be frugal. There's some places around here. I didn't stay here, but it's called the Spire by Fire. Oh, yeah. Catchy. It's got a nice name. Catchy. Yeah. yeah. So go there. Check it out. Get the lay of the land. Maybe find a bed, two, three, whatever. We can all sleep in the same bed. Sure. And Save money if we're trying to be frugal. You're really tall. You're really small. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Everything rhymes here. <laughs> uh, and if I recall, it's this way. Okay. All right. All right. So taking the lead, you continue to guide your other compatriots towards your destination. As the sun in the sky begins to slowly make its way towards the horizon, the sunset imminent, the oranges and purples beginning to take the blues that have been familiar up until now. Ladna. Imogen. Yes. You've been going about the market, gathering things and eggs, you said. I had to get some eggs. Anything else you're Shadana's looking for? Shadana's out of eggs. I got a Rubios here, I got an Earl Grey. That's great. I got a chai. Which Probably some like leeks or like, I don't know, onions to go with it. She said she wanted it for uh, breakfast or something, I don't know. All right. Veggies. I'll sure. grab the, we got a basket full of fucking food. Fucking food. Grab all of the teas variety. All right. Mm. Feeling confident in what you've sought to acquire, you begin to make your way back towards the uh, Vidundavar, the windowed wall, where you are currently holed up with the elderly compatriot who is granting you space in the room where her husband once lived. Um, Shadonna! Well, you haven't arrived there yet. Uh, <laughs> just practicing. Shadonna! There you go. Was that good? I'm trying yeah, to that, that was good. That was good. That was good. Shadonna! I'm going to be scared of you soon, I know. Right. Uh, but in heading back and walking through the street and making your way towards that destination, um, the streets are busy as the individuals who are finishing up their work for the day or their various errands for the afternoon are heading back to their abodes, whereas the, the night crew, as some people refer to it, those who either work during the night or definitely play during the night are beginning to make their way out into the evening air. Uh, you hear the strange, you specifically, imagine, feel it. This this odd, low, bassy rumble. And right as you hear it, you see it. This dull blue flash that emerges kind of about 30, 40 feet ahead of you off the side of the street. And you kind of glance over in that space and you can immediately see what looks to be a cart being pulled by two of these seal goats behind it. As it seems to be this small kind of uh, arcane sphere that emerges from it, flashes for a second, both of the goats rear up and rush into a, a charge forward. As they do, the cart seems to dislodge and onto its side, crashing into the street, boxes scattering across the center of the road. People around, oh God, like looking at each other and checking to make sure it's okay. 
The boxes hit and break open. As they do, looks like utensils and furniture and 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 bits of, of decoration scatter onto the ground. And what looks to be a small kitchen knife begins to glide into the air. A table that was turning its side, the legs bend. <coughs> And the table seems to be moving of its own accord. Are you seeing this? A broom uh, suddenly begins to whip up into the air. A sword scattered to the side begins to drift up with no wielder. Oh. Um, and it looks to be a, t- a rolled up rug that had spilled open and begins to wrinkle and pulse. Oh my gosh. You hear this commotion outside, both of you. What, what, what's that? Is that a party? Let's find out. Uh, all right. Should I'm closer? not even putting my my drink down. I'm going straight out. <laughs> okay, you two rush. The three of you had just begun to make your way the outside of the spire by fire before you watch this sudden minor cataclysm to this cart occur and these objects beginning to move under their own power in the center of the street. Do we see any people nearby? There are many people nearby, and some I'm of them like... are curious. Some of them are like kind of frozen in place, a bit spooked, and some are just running. I'd like you all to roll. Oh, it's the first half of the first episode. Oh, no. what, what is happening? Okay. What is okay. happening? Ah. Oh. How do I do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? What? What? Yeah. Oh. Yes. what? Oh. I'm so close. I'm so close. Look at the rug. Whoa. The rug. So awesome. What? So here, sorry, that's the mic there. Uh, this is the sword that is drifting. This is the knife. This is the rug. This is the table, and this is the broom. Oh my god! Those uh, are our enemies. We're fighting. There's something. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, if I could have uh, Imogen, Laudna, whereabouts would you be standing? Which which well, way will we come? You guys are walking this direction, so you Look would likely that. be kind of over in this. Path. All right, um, back uh, back oh. uh, one for me. I would have stayed towards the side of the street. I, I want to stay away from people if I can, for the most part, whichever so, area. Sh- sure. Uh, keep me by her. Yeah. So about there. Yeah, that's that looks that's close. Alrighty. If I could go ahead and get Ashton and Fresh Cut Grass, you guys were stepping outside of the front <laughs> there, and the cart is right there. We're gonna get used to it. Never. Ever. Smiling? I haven't yet. <laughs> look at those minis. That feels oh my about right. Gosh, look at you guys. Just step out the front there. You're so wee. <laughs> All right. Now, the rest of you who are. It's a big rug. Just arriving as well, we're kind of stepping across. The side of the road to approach the front. So that is where you are currently placed. <laughs> so, getting my initiative sheets out here. 20 to 15. Uh, 18. 19. 17. 22. 22. Whoa! Whoa! Dang! Dang! Oh, oh, all right. That's terrible. <laughs> 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 All right, so Dorian up front. Oh no. <laughs> and then following that, we have Fern and then Orem. I say Orem probably go first because of his Dex. Dex, right. All right. Oh, my Dex. And then who had the. You had 19? 19. 19 here. 19. Fresh cut grass. Letters. 18 was. Uh, that's cut me. Letters. Wow, you guys were really, really good. 
And then 17 was? That was me. What's your dexterity? Mine? Yes. Oh, it's uh, plus two, 14. Okay. Uh-huh. Who's so. that right? What's... No. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. You're the only one left. What'd you get? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> not terrible in a normal world. That would have been not terrible. But these people, for some strange reason, I don't know. Okay. And then. Uh, we have Ashton. All right. Cool. So top of the round. Dorian, as you're stepping in and you see these crates open and these objects beginning to just shift in the air and move around, people you see scared and are now starting to run and running these blades. The, the sword itself seems to right itself in one of the direction. It looks like it's going for him. The knife is now starting to make its way towards one of the nearby people. It looks like these are not just enchanted objects. They are currently looking to make a mess. What are you doing? Uh, the Orm on deck. Uh, in any sort of conflict, first things first, I'm going to look straight to Orm. I'm going to go, Correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like those pointy things are pointing at those people, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't change where we are. All right. And uh, I'm going to sprint toward that sort of uh, long sword headed for that poor guy with the bag. I'm going to make half the distance, though. I'm just going to half the distance. You've got him. And uh, while I'm running, uh, I'm going to... On my hip, I've got a hand axe, and uh, I'm going to unclip it from my hip, mm-hmm. and I am going to attempt to throw it at the sword that is going for the guy in an attempt to go divert for it. it. So you go ahead and throw the axe, roll on attack. <laughs> 19. Hell yeah. Uh, plus five. Yeah, 20. Yeah, that, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Sweet. I'm glad Dorian's at the table with us, you guys. <laughs> uh, by the way, these are the dice you gave me. What, so uh, I don't want to give you all the credit, but uh, uh, seven. Seven points of damage? Yeah. All right, so as the axe hits the sword, you watch as they both impact, and it seems to like hit the ground for a second. You're like, oh, you took it out. Then it rises, and then ching, seems to like the metal itself vibrate in your direction as it's getting ready to reassess its direction. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I'm. That's your turn. That's it. I'm frozen. That's it. Okay. I'm All right. Terrified. Finishing Dorian's go. Or am you up for your on deck? Okay. Uh, the boots on my feet sort of tighten uh, around them. The leather straps tighten around his feet, and I get a running start. Run about ten feet, and then spring into the air, flipping over the sword. I can make it ten feet into the air. And uh, Orm is going to thrust down, uh, swing his sword down, and knock it towards the ground if he can. And I'm going to use a goading attack. Go for it. Uh, that is a wisdom save for the sword. Striking down as you feel the gravity pull you to the floor. Uh, that is terrible. So I am going to use an action surge and attack again. So I take two swings and the second connects because I rolled a 19. Great. So DC 14. DC 14. Wisdom. Oh, that's a fail. Okay, so if that thing tries to attack anyone else but me, it's going to be at disadvantage, and it takes uh, five plus. So it just takes seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, got it. As you strike down on top of it, it once again clatters to the ground, and you feel like you pinned it 
to the floor and it's kind of hitting into the stone. You, see, you feel it fighting. It's weird. You never had a weapon fight on its own against you until eventually it slides off onto your blade and writes itself. You can see it's looking a bit scuffed and it's it's looking a bit damaged, but it is still intent on massacring whatever's in front of it. Well, that's new. I'm gonna just wait for the next thing. All right, finishing that, Fern, you're up. Okay, um, I'm going to take my thorn whip off of my hip. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna look over at this rug and just try to snap um, my whip around it. Go for it. All right, go ahead and roll for your thorn whip. Okay. 14. 14 does hit. Okay. Nope. 13. 13 does hit. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just teensies. Four. Four? Yes. Four points of damage. Alrighty. Am I able to hold on to it and keep it from. So this is the, the Thorn Whip cantrip, is what you're doing? Yes. Well, it's a cantrip, which is what it is. Yeah, I just kind of. So, yeah, it takes the damage, it and it's, it is large or small. You can pull it 10 feet closer to you. So, yeah, it, it's brought a little bit closer to you. It's not grappled and eventually fights its way off the whip, but it now is pulled in towards where you're standing. Okay. All right, that's your action. Is that what you wanted to that's do? my action. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm just going to hold on to it. Okay, you've got it. That finishes your gopher? Yes. All the people are now going to start fleeing and running off to the side. <laughs> Everyone starts screaming and charging out of the way, getting off the road as best they can, running and fleeing. This cart runs charging off the side as the silgucks that are pulling it continue yelling. These <laughs> flee off the board, off the board, running. <laughs> Run away! Running away! Running away! Fleeing oh, this way. This guy's gonna be like, no, he's gonna run that direction. Got that. This guy's over this way, over here, <laughs> down the alley, this way to escape, and this individual's gonna run on inside of the inn and vanish. They all dress like they can handle some shit, but oh, when, it, when it really yeah. comes down, they're all taking it. It's just cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. Just cosplayers. <laughs> they have conventions and uh, sorry sometimes. Don't, don't hate. The hammer's made a PVC pipe. <laughs> Indeed, finishing their go, Fresh Cut Grass. You are up with Imogen on deck. The, the, the item in front of us is what? The item in front of you is a broom. It's a broom, okay. It's just like <laughs> I feel like Ashton's got this, so. Um, <laughs> I will, uh, I will turn to Ashton and sort of focus my my eyes on him and just say, "Believe in yourself." <laughs> and I will, uh, I will, I will do sympathetic binding with. Oh, we're going there! Right? All right, so channel divinity, sympathetic binding. Yes, and I guess as my, as my bonus action, I could do the uh, the feature of that, but instead, can I do? Can I cast a spell as a bonus action? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll do, uh, shield of faith, or as I call it, shield of help. Um, uh, So, Ashton, you, in addition to being just a fucking badass, you now have a plus two to AC. That's concentration, so I have a concentration marker on you. That's great. Um, And then I will, just to get out of the way, I'll use, uh, you know what, I'll use my movement to um, take off my, my right hand and just start to put on. Uh, I have a I have a saw blade attachment that I'm going to start screwing into my to my right hand hand socket. <laughs> oh, you don't. Yeah. Oh it, my what god. What is it? What What's do you have? I'd accidentally snap the mini, but that's okay. Is that mine? Oh. Yep. Amazing. No. 
That's okay. We have a casualty. It's, yeah. oh, it's all no, right. Oh no, that's a sign. You're that's gonna okay. die today. <laughs> I'll say that. There he is. We'll get some hey, super glue over here in the interim. Blue, so where are you going? Uh, I'm not gonna move. I'm just gonna attach it my saw blade arm and uh, and maybe just tuck tuck behind the uh, the box. Behind the box over here? Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> Just a drug on a plate. There we go. <laughs> That's my fault for pulling it too wrong. All right, that finishes your go. Uh-huh. Imogen, you're up. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Um, I want to try uh, using catapult and for- focusing my energy on the. Is that a dagger spinning around? What do we got here? We got that a. That is a dagger right now. Although some sort of a, a looks like a kitchen knife. It's just like spinning in the air on its own for a second. It hasn't chosen a target. Okay. Can I try to use catapult on that object? Oh, interesting. Because I can use mm. it on objects, but I don't know about. These are technically animated, so it wouldn't. It not wouldn't work. work. Okay. Then in that case, um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna cast this at second level, so I can pick up something that's ten pounds. Would I be able to pick up that box that 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 robot thing just hid behind? Uh, I would say that box, the contents of that one is too heavy, but this one here that's been partially broken would be about 10 Sure, I will pick that up and yeah. throw it towards the rug that just moved in Over the there? whip. Yeah. You gotta go ahead and roll for an attack on that one. Okay. How do I do this? This whole fight is brought to you by West Elm. <laughs> <laughs> So this is some oh, better crate barrel. Oh yeah. I don't make an attack roll. Oh, is it you just make a save. Save. Uh, okay. Yes. Call. Cool. Uh, that would be uh, dexterity. Dexterity. Twelve. Yes. So it works. So yeah, it takes three d eight bludgeoning. Oh wait, four d eight bludgeoning because I cast it at second level. Nice. Ooh, lots of nice. Uh, nice. 9, 11, 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Slick. Nice. The rug is currently like wrapped in the thorn whip and being pulled over towards this strange fawn character over there who's smiling oddly through the whole experience. <laughs> As you lift up, kind of concentrating your mind on this box chunk, it lifts and then rockets with incredible speed. You watch as the rug seems to, to push like something had punched almost through it on the other side and it comes inches from your face before crumbling back on the backside and the rug you can see some of the threads are like now torn and fraying. I think, that's, I think that's, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay, you got it. Patient defense. All right, it is now the rugs go. <laughs> <laughs> the rug. Is gonna go ahead and. The rug is more dexterous than I am? That's Close. bullshit. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> the rug is now going to attempt to smother. That's an 18 to hit. Does that hit you? Yes. All right. It's so you, okay. So you watch as the rug now whips around and begins to surround you and tighten and pull and crush you. You all, you cannot see. Not even certain yet if you can even breathe, but everything just goes dark as you feel your body now completely held against itself. I grok this. So Sucks. you are grappled. Everybody stab it. <laughs> you are restrained. You are blinded. Set it on fire. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go Prestige. ahead and say <laughs> the prestige. If he, if he sets it on fire, I will. 
Oh, oh I think he's going to pull out a lighter right now. Just yeah. oh, okay, okay. That's <laughs> true. Alrighty. That finishes its go. It is now. Let's see. Bladness, go. <laughs> you mentioned. <laughs> The objects have gone postal, <laughs> and I turn into a form of dread. Ooh. I start to uh, transform. Let me mark it off. Wait for it. And my uh, bones start to crick and crack, and you see Laudna starts to extend even lengthier than she was, and even more spindly in her fingers starts to stretch and drip as a dark veil kind of comes over her face as black tears start coming out of her eyes. And... The the fleeing folks that were heading this way run past you and scream even louder and run even faster. Don't worry, I've got you! (laughs) I'm here to help! And I, uh start echoing cacophony of whispers and I cast Bane on, I'm gonna go for Bane on the rug, <laughs> Bane on the kitchen knife, and let's do Bane on the sword. Uh, the All things that feel more deadly. I was born in the rug. Rug fails. I was working on it. I felt it coming. Fail. Had to prepare to get the there first. <laughs> and which one, the knife you said? The kitchen knife. It does succeed, I think, with the 16. What? I can't curse a knife. Sorry. It's a fucking all right. I just reach knife. down and pet the back of her creepy head. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but those two, you can watch as the, the parts of them that are a bit frayed and damaged begin to almost unravel or begin to crack and break on their own as the magic seems to siphon away some of the enchantment that holds them aloft. Does that finish your turn? You stay put or you want to move? No, I'll stay put. Alrighty. Uh, that brings us to the tables go. I forgot about the table. Yeah, the table's <laughs> gonna do something. The table's, the table you're right there. The, the table's courtyard. gonna go ahead and back up. <laughs> and slam into you full force. It's going to move, it's gonna attempt to, actually, you know what? No, it's not good. Yeah, I can do that. Let's table this for now. Yeah, <laughs> you can have a tech opportunity so on it as it backs away from oh, you. Is it relieving? Sure, it is, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at a sword spinning in front of me. Uh, no, here the and um, just pivot and swing down. Give it a quick stab. Uh, that is a, what What do all my things do? 13 to hit. 13 misses. You swing wide and it hits the wood, mm-hmm. but it just hits wood. It just cuts like a little <laughs> scrape through it as it backs up 20 feet. <laughs> and just comes full blast, slamming into you with a charge. Slam attack. Uh, I'm a sword expert, not a table. <laughs> <laughs> That is a 25 to hit. Oh, that oh, kind of hit. What hits. the hell? Whoa. Oh, no. Campaign two. Tables and rugs. Campaign yeah. two. <laughs> chairs. Campaign three. Tables. Campaign four. <laughs> wardrobes. <laughs> you take the 18 points of blood. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> As you are almost knocked off your and then catch yourself. Ugh. And the table seems wow, to be like really? getting yep. itself ready for a second round. That finishes its go. So now the sword's turn, which is already right next to you, and goaded in to attack you. Yep. Oh, God. Sword does minus four from its attack, though. Uh, so that brings it to a 16 to hit. I parried off. Ah. Nice, nice, nice. That's good. 
Oh, the Bane? Bane. Mm -hmm. uh, the broom. Oh boy. It's gonna swoop in towards you. <laughs> up in direction. That's going to be. There we go. Uh, that is 17 to hit. That is my AC. You take. Even with the plus two? Even with the plus two. Okay. Five points of bludgeoning damage as the broom cracks you in the jaw, and you feel like, ah, oh, that bit of pain hit, but you like the pain. <sighs> And it hovers there. As if a broom could be angry, it goes. <laughs> it finishes its turn. You're up. Yeah. So I'm going to pop my hammer on the ground real hard, and I'm going to rage. And I'm doing the gravity build. So okay. Here we go. Uh, the crystal. It's. Uh, the, the glass inside my head starts to get a little dim, and, and light just seems to get a little dimmer around me. There's just this strange. The broom immediately begins to almost like, like begin act like it's being pulled slightly towards you. So I am going to uh, uh, just try and stomp it, flip, and hit it with the hammer on the ground. Go for it. That is a yes to hit. That is a. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 does hit. I saw the broom actually has multi-attack, so it attacks again and hit you previously before that as well. So the broom actually got two hits on you. The other one would have been four points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, so that's before. That would have been before the rage. Okay. Broom's a dick. That's fine. Sweep the leg! <laughs> uh, so I, I hit. Rolled a hit. Hmm? I rolled a hit and I did hit. Yep. Um, I'm also going to, just because this thing's pissing me off, I'm going to burn a chaos burst into this because okay. I don't like this. Uh, cool, a little force damage. Fundamental chaos. So how much damage? Uh, that's going to be, uh, let me do it all together. Uh, ugh, that's terrible. Uh, uh, 10 points of normal damage of just the normal, normal stuff. And, uh, oh, that's better. Eight points of force damage. Nice. So after you take the, the clock twice in the face by this broom, you pull back your weapon, and how do you want to do this? Hey! Oh! Do, do we share you damage or no, by the way? <laughs> uh, I, I can absorb some. Okay, so you haven't. No, that's fine. I haven't. I am going to just take the edge of the hammer. I'm going to stomp the broom down on the ground. I'm going to just take the edge of the hammer, and I'm just going to come down and break it right in two. Ooh. It snaps immediately. It just goes limp onto the ground. Fuck you! <laughs> and I'm gonna look up. I still have my movement. You do. Uh, let's see what'll be fun. I'm gonna move. Um, I'm gonna move towards that fucking table. Move to the table. Yeah. Up there. Yeah. Whatever will flank with with uh, a little guy. That would be the flank there. Yeah. Alrighty. Spring cleaning will be more severe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that finishes your go. That brings us now to the knife. The knife immediately moves uh, uh, ten feet towards me. A knife. The knife is adjacent no. to you. Okay, never mind. All right. But yes, no, it's a good, good call tonight. All right. All right. So the knife is now going to continue to swing towards you, since you were the one who. Sure. Actually, no, you're next to it now. Yeah, it'll go after you because you're All the right. one who's now within its space. Doesn't have a lot of intel. Ooh, not bad. There's going to be 21 to hit. Oh, that hits. You take five points of piercing damage, reduced to two. 
All right. At this point in time, you can see now people are beginning to scatter. Um, another figure seems to be charging out from inside of the uh, the inn that you both have been coming from, shouting out into the fray. Travis, if you would mind. Oh! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, you know, guys. Oh, still Woo! Guys. Let's go! Let's go! Get in here. Let's Hi. go. So, how do you enter, and if you would mind describing yourself? Uh, uh. Yes, for the good of Dressar, <laughs> I will enter the fray with you. And you see a uh, 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 gentleman in his late seventies, early eighties, um, with beautiful silver-trimmed facial hair, a good receding hairline going, and and a nice ponytail pulled tight oh. in the back. Mm. Is it cool, nice, Grandpa? Nice purple refinery, <laughs> and a, nice, a nice coiffed collar, and a, some burnt orange underneath, and he has a, a very elegant-looking walking stick uh, in his hand, as, as well as a very beautiful-looking rapier on the other hand. It's because he's dignified, That's not because right. he needs the stick. <laughs> That's right. Where would you like to, or first roll initiative, if you don't mind. Oh, 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 yes, that thing. Uh, I have a bonus to my initiative, so 12. I got you, got you. That's a first. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it could do that. Wait, you didn't have initiative? No, I had advantage. Oh. Good advantage. Okay. So, top of the round, Dorian, you're up, or I'm you're on deck. Okay. All right, so I, two of my friends are jacked up side by side. I'm going to, um, I'm going to rush toward Fern, use my movement to get all the way over to her, wrapped up in the rug. Okay. And, uh, Bewildered, I will attempt to grapple the rug and try to pull it off of. And try and pull it off of her. Yeah. Okay. I will say, go ahead and make an athletics check for me, contested with the rug. I'm strong, boy. Oh, damn! Fucking kill it. Twenty-five. Oh, what the fuck? Strong boy. What are you? What? I, yeah. I, I, it's real. Ooh, I it. All right. <laughs> As you grab this rug and you can feel it, it is it is in the process of attempting to smother and crush Fern. And as you get a hold on it, you put your foot up, the one space where you can see the top of like her hip is, and pull away and it rips off with a terrible tearing sound and is no longer grappling you. Who did that? I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, it was oh, me. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Some biceps hiding in that <laughs> All right, so that's your action. You still have a bonus action if you'd like. Uh, do I now have the rug grapple? Uh, you have you have not grappled it necessarily. You've tried to free her, you said. Uh-huh. So okay. those are two different actions. Okay, got you. Uh, I will say, uh, okay, rug's gone. Do your best. And I'm going to give her uh, bardic inspiration. So a d6 for her? Mm-hmm. It was a d6, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Pretty sure, yeah. Yes. So you take a d6, you can add to an attack roll, saving throw. All right, cool. Finishing Dorian's go, unless you want to move still. You still have, no, you're just, you're just yeah. tap, I'm in the tussle. Orem, you're up for your own deck. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna make a, use a bonus action to make a fainting attack, uh, another uh, maneuver, oh and go God. to the left, oh and then instantly. Uh, <laughs> Catch it is a fainting table. <laughs> I'll juke to the left and then instantly back to the right, and once the blade goes for where I was, I will spring up into the air, and I will just repeat what I did before and try to smash it down with my blade into the stone. Go for it, one attack. So it's an advantage because of the faint. Uh, that is, uh, that hits, that's a uh, 20 to hit. And that's a total of five plus six is seven. 15. 15. How do you want to do this? 
Orem jumps uh, 12 feet into the air, flipping and cracks the blade from the hilt on the pavement below. It snaps and scatters across the stone. <laughs> Broken and unmoving. Table. Shit. <laughs> uh, and I just stand my ground. All right. That run's gonna hurt me. You got it. Fern, you're up. Okay, am I still blinded? You are no longer blinded. The, no the rug has been pulled off of, the wool has been pulled from your eyes, <laughs> proverbially. Whoa! Uh, okay, so I see the rug in, in Dorian's hand, he's grappling with it, and I'm gonna just look at him and, and reach out my hands and put my hands on it and cast Burning Hands onto the rug. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Oh Am God. I still holding the rug? Uh, you can, I will I'll allow you to let go as the flames are going past your hands, oh, not you directly. Oh, just let go, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, easy enough to get the, the rug without having to worry about anyone else. Uh, let's see, that's a dexterity saving throw? It is. It's effective. You just Natural gotta be careful one. around. Yeah. Oh, Go ahead and roll hey. full damage on it. Nice. The rug is still kind of being held by Dorian before you like let go at the last minute and then Okay, well, not amazing. Can I use my extra bardic inspiration for? Not for damage. Not for damage. Okay, so this is pretty awful. Um, <laughs> five points of damage. Oh, five <laughs> points of fire damage. I should have rolled my teeth, guys. No worries. <laughs> uh, teeny teeth. As the flames tear across the rug, the rug seems to almost attempt, if a rug could tuck and roll out of the way, that's what it's doing. It's like, no fire! It Bitch. singes the outside, and you can see a lot of the uh, exposed fraying edges kind of curl back into a black kind of matted mess, but it's still spinning in the space, getting ready to prepare for its next round. Uh, do you want to stay put? Yes. Okay. I finishing. will stay put. Finishing firm Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> All the people start <laughs> fleeing. Further so far, a sword and off the space. Wait, as a bonus action? Yes. Can I summon my wildfire spirit? We're doing all it is an action to summon a wildfire spirit. It's an action, okay. <laughs> the board. Big guys. <laughs> Look for me at dawn on the third day like here. This way. <laughs> <laughs> bonus action to make him do something. Alrighty. Fresh cut grass, you are up. Imogen, you're on deck. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I don't know how many. Uh, Never gets old. We'll see. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> wow, we really will. We, we really will. This is a unique experiment. Uh, I'm gonna move in closer to the uh, to the kitchen knife. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get all the way up, but if I. Five, ten. Yeah, you can get right up to it if you want to. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll fix it. I will. Uh, I'll activate my handsaw. <laughs> you hear this loud whining sound as this metallic disc attached to the edge of the arm begins to spin up. And I'm gonna try to, you know, try to try to slice it. It's that blade on blade action. Yeah. Are you, are you, on flank, are you flanking? Flanking or no? Uh, uh, technically no. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's just a simple attack. I rolled a four. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. You just sharpened it. So that's a seven. Yeah. That misses. <laughs> All right. You go, and it just darts up. It's very small and very nimble. All it's right. hard to catch a blade that's only about that long and is going through the air like an angry bee. Well, then, frustrated, I will, as a bonus action, cast Spiritual Weapon. Uh, okay. And I will... Uh, I will uh, make uh, something that most kitchen knives can't stand, which is a tomato. 
because it's just really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's macerated. So. There you go. So a tomato will attack this knife. We'll say a spiritual tomato apparate. I don't have a tomato mini. My apologies. It looks but really close. That's as close as I can get there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis. Time off. God. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack for the for wow. your spiritual tomato. An apple, real nice. So that, that's, a, that's a five. That's a five. Plus five is ten. That misses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's this, all right. The snipe was ready. It it hates tomatoes so much, it doesn't want to be near one. It's a Santoku. They can do anything. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your turn. Um, <laughs> yep. No. All right. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna step forward a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a bit closer, maybe ten feet forward. You got it. Um, and I want to be as long as I'm within thirty feet of what's happening. Within thirty feet of. A lot of it. You have to get a little closer if you want to get near the table, but. Okay, I'm going to step forward of 10 more feet then. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, I'm going to spend a sorcery point. Okay. And I'm going to hold my hand up, and you're going to see um, these lightning flares that are on my arm start to get a bit brighter and climb up my arm a bit. And I'm going to use twin spell. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at. The kitchen knife and the rug at the same time. You've got it. Okay, roll for an attack for each. Twin witch spells. Oh, cool. Oh. One and a 20. That was wow. great. Oh. Which one was for wow. which? Uh, the 20 was for the knife and the one was for the rug. Okay, you got it. Whoa, that's nuts. So the, the rug at this point, ducking out of the way of the flames, also ducks the way out of the bolt that you were mostly focusing on the knife, since that would seem to be the hardest to hit. So that witch bolt goes wide and just strikes the stone for no reason. However, the other one directly impacts the knife as it tries to duck out of the way. And you see the knife suddenly surrounded by this kind of purple, uh, flashing electric aura of energy. Go ahead and roll damage and double it. Wow. 10 times two. Oh. I saw yeah. the one yeah. figured out yeah. yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> two. How do you want to do this? Hey! <laughs> Uh, just for a second, no, my no, eyes. No, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> it's on some small print on the packaging. <laughs> just for a second, you see my eyes flicker <laughs> pure roll white. Better knife fucking. No! <laughs> Story at 11. Uh. <laughs> and uh, a lightning bolt is going to come out of my hand and uh, just turn the knife bright, 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 white, and just kind of, I, I don't think I can crumble it, but it's gonna turn the knife completely black. Okay, as, it, as the arc hits it, you watch as it dissipates, and the knife hits the ground, clink, and just kind of bends on the impact. It's so heated by the impact that it's just completely bereft of enchantment. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. That finishes your go. Uh, you know what? I'm going to use my uh, telekinetic shove and I'm going to pull this little robot dude. He seems like he might be struggling a bit and just pull him back five feet five away feet. from that knife. You got it. Ooh. Telekinetic what? You don't know what happened, but you got dragged back across the ground as you look around. All you see is this this woman hand out staring at you. Shiny day to you. Oh, too. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it is now the rug's turn. The rug. The rug. Oh, uh, less worried about the fire, more worried about the one that pulled it off of its previous quarry is going to go after you, oh, okay. Dorian. Not bad, not bad. Oh, it does have bane on it. It's minus. 
Minus one. Oh. Not too bad. <laughs> uh, puts it at a. I see you went to Wayfair. Sixteen. <laughs> it does it that. Yes. All right. How dare you, you? Are now wrapped in grapple <laughs> by it, unable to move as you now <laughs> pulled tightly with it. No sight, nothing, and you can feel the bones in your shoulders starting to like get ready to pop out of the socket with the force that it's crushing on you. Mm, it's not right. fun. Uh, finishing its go. Uh, Ladna, you're up. All right, so we have the rug and the table, right? Um, Some chairs, we can have a whole day. The rug, I almost have a picnic. Um, I'm gonna fuck the rug. It seems like more of a problem. Eldritch Blast to the rug. Blast. Fourteen. Fourteen does it? Yes. All right. Hey. Um. So here's what we have done. Okay. All right. That's fine. Nine damage. Nine damage. How do you want to do? Um. Well, I was going to say because of my form of dread, it would have to make a wisdom saving throw or be afraid of me. But since I kill it, it's so afraid of you. It's yes, dead. <laughs> I just I Can't look more into the rug's eyes or where I perceive its eyes tassels. to be its tassels. <laughs> And I just look deep into it as I just coat it with black ooey. And I go, yes. It falls to the ground and slowly begins to just turn into this like crimson. I wanted you crimson to know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> this crimson sludge that just sloughs off of you into the ground. You glance right up at this terribly frightening black veiled creature. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Oh, this is fun. It's so much fun. Did you just do that? Yes. Okay, thank you. She shouts from 40 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. All right, that finished your go? Yes. You want to move or stay put? No. All right. I'm quite comfortable. Your turn, sir. Uh, I'm immediately quite concerned about. <laughs> The creepy ass bitch, <laughs> forty feet away, dripping with goo. But I think she's friendly, so I will. Uh, what's left? The the table? Table. Yeah. Table. Uh, I will uh, unsheath table. my gambl uh, gambler's blade rapier and rush towards the table and take a mighty strike. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I will wager a plus three to hit on All right, you go for it. <laughs> That's a 22, 25 to hit. Still got, better learn. Still got it. Still got it. this pencil. Three, uh, eight points of damage, of slashing damage. You got it. As you cut through the table, a deep cut. That table looks cut. Probably have to knock a price off of it in the window. Uh, <laughs> fire sale. Second slash, yes. You do it. Okay. At your level, you do Oh, yes, beautiful. Uh, that's a 26 to hit. That, that hits. Roll damage the second time. Woo! Rolling the thing. And uh, seven points of slashing damage. Nice. Twice carving into it as I spray my map. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, that's it. You don't say anything, but I saw Lord go. <laughs> Drink of my blood. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, God. Slow mo. Sorry. Anyway. Look at the first three. Two. Slash zone. Slash zone. Sorry, everyone in the first three rows has ponchos. 
<laughs> Two deep gashes in the table. Good job. It, turns over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is now the table's go. Oh no. Oh, this guy's. Both of these guys are run. They are way out of here. Um, the table is going to go ahead and. Oh, the deep gash is going to turn on you. It's got disadvantage. It does because it's within. Yeah, it's within 15 feet of me. That's true. Yeah. Ooh. 15 feet? Of That's a lot of feet. It's 15 of them. <laughs> Still an 18 on its lowest roll. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Might we parlay? <laughs> That's. Ooh. That is 19 points of bludgeoning damage against you. I will. I wow. will. Wait, what? I, I will. I will uh, see this happening to this old geezer. Uh, and, okay, I'm upright. And uh, I, I will. Barely. I will transfer half of his suffering to myself. Okay, so you're gonna use that reaction ability. Okay. So half damage to you. Bless you, small creature. Oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> All right, so you take half that damage. Great. So uh, I get. Nine, I get nine, ten? he gets ten, or he gets nine, I get ten. Uh, I'll take ten, you take ten. Yeah. So he takes ten, you, and you, you have nine temporary hit points mm -hmm. at the moment from that. So I cut off. Mm -hmm. Great. Amazing. Uh, that wow. finishes the table's go, because it's not going to move from its space. Fuck your table. Uh, that brings us to Ashton. You're up. Uh, I just watched uh, lightning come out of this purple haired, haired woman and fry the knife I was about to fuck with. So. A little put out. I'm just going to take a big spin and see if I can knock the feet out of this table. Go for it. Uh, I have advantage because it's flanked. <clears throat> uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, no! and I, I'm putting a chaos burst into that. Go for it. Because, you know, that's going to be awesome. So let's add some, uh, like let's add some lightning damage to that. All right. Let's do it. Hammer's going to crackle a bit. Get going. Oh, this is, it's done. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, it's done. Okay, that's uh, seven points that don't get doubled. Seven standard. And then 18 doubled. Wow. Oh, so wow. 18 and then double. And then double the 18 and then add seven. Holy How do you want to do this? <laughs> I am going to spin around, knock all four feet out, flip over, crack it in half, and then just keep hitting it until it's powdered. The table snaps with a loud cracking noise, and then smash, smash, smash over and over again. This table just eventually is reduced to a pile of splinters. Yeah, and I could fire. probably recycle some of that. <sighs> okay. <sighs> that was very well done, all of you. That was very impressive. That's quite the hammer you have there. <laughs> Thanks, uh, old person. Yeah. What the fuck was that? No idea. Oh, yeah. No, do you need. Oh. Uh, no, I'm okay. Just I'm okay. Uh, hit me next time, just uh, before. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, you do take the, the yeah. nine damage. Oh. Um, that was. That was. Does that happen here all the time, Ashton? I've. I've, I've broken a lot of furniture in my time, and I've never actually had any fight back. So this is this is new. I just Maybe it knows who it belonged to. Where Thank goodness, <laughs> all y'all were here. Where the fuck that cart go? I'm gonna run towards where the fuck that cart went. Where the fuck the driver go? 
There was a big flash of, of oh, the cart's right there. Magic energy as it happened. So I feel like somebody set it off. Hi. Hello. Oh, yes, hello. Yeah, Orm's just hello. looking at all these strange people. I'm sorry. Do you do you all know each other? Uh, I know her. Uh huh. I know them. I know them. We're like a trio, sort or, of. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fingers. Yes. You worked remarkably well together. I, I have to commend you on that. <laughs> it, it was almost as if you were moving in concert. A, a great deal of talent on display. It was just improvised. We just fought a rug. Yeah. There's like three words in life. It was I a was really scary rug. I mean, was, in, in, I was gonna defense. try to you save it. it but, yeah, I saw. Know. Are you from Jusar? No, uh, I'm not. Are you, um, by any chance looking for uh, more of this sort of work or, or just passing through? Is there money involved? Mm. Is there clout involved? Clout? Yeah. Yeah, would it get the attention of maybe, you know, the, um, what were they called? The Shande Quorum. Yeah. Oh, I, I think there could be plenty of clout and do you know some them? money. Money, I'm in. I'm in. Do I know them? You're yes. in. My Is dear. there a place to, I do. to train to show you how to fight furniture properly? Yes. 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 In a city such as this, of course. So this is what we would be doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this who? was who? probably just a, a training exercise of some sort. You're right, this is terribly rude of me. I was just so excited seeing you all. Uh, my name is Sir Bertrand Bell. Sir. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. Bertrand. You're, you're, a, you're, you're a, knight? a real knight? Are you a noble? Uh, not a noble. Uh, a knight is generous, but it was a title bestowed upon me and I didn't uh, show it away. <laughs> huh. Who bestowed it on you? Uh, are you familiar with uh, Vasselheim? Oh, you're not gonna answer my question. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you, who like bestowed it on oh. you? I don't know if you would. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that is. What even the Oh, no. I mean, we knew that already. Jeez. That, that, is, that, so cool. that is so cool. I, I really, really like cool. it. Oh, Where so did you even. How? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> What? She's getting a sip, guys. <laughs> it's really cute. It's just a simple home game. It actually is very cool. <laughs> what does it, it looks feel like, like it's like out of Borderlands or something. Yeah. It's cool. What's, what do you have on the front? Oh! oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was a brand new clean container when you started and you just gussied up the outside, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. You're okay. drinking yeah. out of it? Oh, that's, that's really cool. Did you get that at the Warner lot? What is <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna derail, this Special is the best way to derail, yeah, yeah. let's be fair. Cool. Yeah. Sorry about that. Anyway. I'm sorry, you said Vasselheim? Uh, I'm not familiar. Are you familiar with the Don Marshalls at Vasselheim? I've been I've been around uh, Taldore, Vasselheim, oh. Silra. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the important thing is, is you all displayed tremendous talent, and I know someone that would pay well, perhaps, for uh, services that you might render. Will it be an emotionally enriching experience? Um, yeah. yes. I mean, all things in life are. Have you heard the name Lord Esteros? Have we? Uh, make a history check, those of you who have been in Marquette for some time. I'd say probably 15. Fresh Cut Grass. Uh, yeah. Ooh, 
A history check? History check. 19. Oh, mm-hmm. not too bad. Huh? Two. 15. 15. 15. None of you have heard the name. Oh, actually, Whoa. zero. <laughs> uh, no, we, we've never, I've never heard of him. I know this all seems a bit uh, strange. Not uncommon for someone of my decades. I've seen stranger, but if you would be interested in hearing more, I would love to treat you all to a drink, perhaps some food, and maybe talk it over a, a bit more, unless you're more interested in finding out who let the furniture out. <laughs> Are you paying? Okay. Yes, yes. We literally just got off a ship. Um, but food sounds good at the least. You clearly need a drink. You clearly need a drink. Absolutely. Your Holy fingers fuck. were dripping. I, you clearly oh, need a drink. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, actually about this time I probably shrink down to my normal form and... Sorry about that. <clears throat> no, no, no offense taken. What was your name? Uh, Fresh Cut Grass. All right. <laughs> Fresh have... Cut Grass. You heard them. That's right. You smell a little bit like piss. Oh, <laughs> very astute. I, earlier today, a gentleman threw piss at me. Oh. Why? Well, I didn't get a chance to ask him, uh, but I think he was just, he didn't want it in his house anymore, so. Ah. But, oh, um. throwing it out. I'm so sorry, you know, I, I, I lack the ability to smell. So it doesn't really bother me, but if it bothers you, I'll get tied it up right away. It absolutely does not. Oh, well then. Piss it is. Okay. <laughs> well. Oh, what was your name? Oh, my name is Fern. You're very tall. Yes, I am. Um, and um, uh, what 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 brings y'all to? Uh, it's you three, right? But what brings y'all to um, <clears throat> to this neck of the woods? Well, sightseeing. We sightseeing. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check, make an insight check. Uh, 22. Oh, 17 and 4, 21. Oh! So close! You catch just the faint hint of a not entire truth. (laughs) That scene sounds great. You, You know, I can pretend I'm much more interested if there's food and beer in front of me. I think that we should take oh, this all inside. I did not notice the, uh, are you in yeah, fresh hurt? cut grass? Can you help? Uh, no, they're they're fine. They're fine. That's They're like that all the time. It's kind of cool, really. Wow. Free to look. <gasps> it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a gold piece, but you're free to look. I'm going good. It's great. Some people stare inside and they see hell itself. Absolutely true. <gasps> May I try? Yeah. Here's a gold piece. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while. It's mostly just a sparkly opal in there. I am going to try and 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 pickpocket her though. Okay, go. Oh. Oh. Let a hand. You can roll a perception. Or no, uh, what's your passive perception? Uh, okay. You got it. Fifteen. Natural twenty. Oh. So uh, that that is a really really cool view. You can see this sparkly opalescent interior beyond this kind of dirty glass that fills this kind of broken gap in the head. Uh, go ahead and deduct twelve gold. Oh, I'm, I know what I'm going oh, what for. What are you going for? <laughs> the fucking earring. Oh, even better. 
That's clearly does not belong. Fair enough. <laughs> Just wrap it around my waist like a, like a fucking belt. Yep. Nobody even noticing. Nobody even noticing. <laughs> Damn. I don't see hell. No, well, you know, heaven to some, hell to others. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. Thank you. Some of the folks are like starting to return to the street and kind of just check in to see what happened. Uh, let's make stuff. ourselves scared. Uh, yeah. Mr. Bertrand, uh, would you, is it possible to get a table that's a little more isolated maybe? Yes. Something away from the crowds? An easy task for one such as myself. Your name was? Imogen. Imogen. Very nice to meet you. You as well. Um, follow me, if, if, if you would. Of course. And I'll lead them to the nearest place. Forum lags just for a second, looking down at the rug. I nearly tied the room together. You can hear somebody on the side, one of the street musicians with their French horn go, wah, wah. Practicing for a busking performance. Gonna figure it out. As you all follow Sir Bertrand Bell into the interior of the spire. The fire, spire by fire, in. We're gonna take a break. Oh! Hey! First break of oh, three. That was so much fun. We'll be back here in a little bit for the oh, second half of our first episode. Oh man, and we're off. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Hello, Critters. This is Ashley Johnson president of the Critical Role Foundation, our 501c3 nonprofit organization with a mission that might sound familiar, to leave the world better than we found it. We partner with other nonprofits to raise funds supporting causes that mean a lot to us. And we allocate 10% of all donations to an emergency relief fund that allows us to provide immediate assistance in the case of natural disasters, or other unexpected emergencies that require quick action. 
To learn more about the Critical Role Foundation and to donate, visit criticalrolefoundation.org. And welcome back. So, as we left off, this motley crew of strange traveling individuals that <laughs> gathered for a, an odd occurrence in the street cut down some wayward enchanted utensils and furniture pieces, and in doing so, caught the eye of an older adventurer named Sir Bertrand Bell, who is currently leading you on the invitation of a meal and drink to discuss some possibilities. You all follow him into the fire, Aspire by Fire Tavern. Managed to procure a table in the kind of back elevated platform in this little kind of side nook. Not quite a booth, but at least away from the main crowd, which is starting to build up for the evening. Uh, food is ordered and is on its way. Drinks are passed around as you all kind of sit and figure out what exactly this is about. Does everyone have something to satisfy their appetites? Yes. Are we far? Are we far away from uh, other patrons in the? In the I mean, um, say twelve to fifteen feet from the nearest table, but around the corner slightly. There is no like private area here necessarily. It's not one of those establishments. Is there a good thrum of conversation all over the place? Yeah, I mean, it... there's a bustle about the room. There's there's chuckles and and whispers and you know conversations. So you you can feel with a lowered voice. You can be fairly. Discreet. Do we seem to be drawing anyone's attention? Uh, your entrance We're definitely crazy. drew some uh, eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you are, a fucking you are. nightmare. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a problem. Yeah, <laughs> 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 grudge over here. <laughs> so you definitely drew some some eyes, and every now and then you do catch somebody kind of just glancing over, but there's nobody that you've noticed like stooping close yet. So you live here. I do, how for long? the moment. About how long? Oh, on and off in the summer months. It's so beautiful here. One of a few destinations I choose to frequent with my time. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, because you all don't seem entirely familiar with each other, um, some of you said you were passing through tourists? Definitely. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. None of you uh, have any outstanding entanglements with the law, warrants, uh, anyone chasing you, any sort of Definitely thing? not here. Nope. Oh, good. <clears throat> All of you? Uh, if I could just get a single yes or no from each of you, please. <clears throat> yeah. what, what do you mean? What, what exactly do you mean by... Is anyone uh, hunting you? Is there a bounty out on your head? Are you uh, <clears throat> criminal folk? <clears throat> Do we have to answer all those questions, or just one? Is that like just one a answer? general yes or no? I think you get the question. I, I'd say not that I'm aware of, but you know, I, who can really say for certain if anyone is being uh, hunted? Right? How could you really know unless you are the hunter? Fair. I would know, but <clears throat> uh, by the way, at any time you can feel free to, you know, investigate what. Was happening outside. I don't mean to pull you away from anything that might be of interest to you, but if you are interested in perhaps a little bit of employment, uh, I happen to know a gentleman named Lord Esteros that uh, employs very talented warriors such as your 
Yourself and I would be keen to put in a good word for you if uh, an introduction to an estate of that uh, esteem would be in your interest. You do a lot of work like that? I do. I do. I've spent the last few years really building up more of a consulting service. As you can see, I'm a little later in my years. I still have a bit of spring in my step. <clears throat> but really, it's the wisdom I want to share with the next generation. So are you like a talent agent? Well, more of a... A manager. Uh, always out for a finder's fee, if I, if I could say so. So a manager. But I also mm. recognize opportunity. A middleman. Opportunity. Did anyone see who was driving that cart? No. No. I didn't. I just saw a big blue <laughs> explosion, mm. uh, like a ball of energy. So Bertrand, you're like a talent scout, correct? Oh, you could say that, among other things. Who just happened to be here at this event, right? No, oh, well, yeah, in this very, in this very tavern, enjoying a cold drink. Do you do magic? No. Oh. Inside check. Make an inside check. Uh, eleven. Hard to read. Seems to be on the uh, up and up. To be fair. I've been accused of magic by some, but um, not of the variety I think you mean. Card tricks, shit like that. Like a kid's birthday party ma magician kind of thing. I have no arcane abilities. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> but um, if you wouldn't be opposed to it, I think perhaps, uh, this gentleman and his lady would uh, you know, be interested in meeting with all of you. And you said he he, uh, he has a lot of influence in the city? Yes, Astros Manor. Never heard of Astros Manor? Have we ever heard of Astros Manor? Uh, we did a check earlier, and oh, you do we not. Did. Yes. <laughs> is that a, a, on this spire? It's on the spire? It is here. It's on the spire. Oh, okay, so it's close by. <laughs> yes. And this uh, gentleman would want to meet with um, potential em employees immediately? I think so. I I owe him a favor, and uh, it'll be good to catch up with an old friend. Besides, it seems since you're new in town, it would be a great opportunity for you to then network through Drusar. I mean... Ashton uh, and I set out today specifically to find something to do for for money for you. So I mean, that's and then a mop attacked us. This is exactly the sort of thing that I was trying to like convey to you. Just the way things happen in this city. It's, it's really a wild place. It is. It's 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 nothing else like. I mean, this is a pretty good tour for a first day. I'm, I'm quite pleased. So yeah. we would be employed to take care of unruly furniture. Oh, I, I don't want to speak to the manner in which you would uh, be put to service, but um, Lord, Lord Estros is a bit of a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Oh, he's very old. My dentures get loose. He stopped moving halfway through. And the, the good part, the good part is that he is really interested in preserving the good folk of Drusar. There are some, you know, shady characters in, in every city, but here in particular, and. He seems to really want to do good. Inside check. Inside How many check. is that? <laughs> Natural 20. Oh. Oh. 
Telling the truth. Oh. That's huh? <clears throat> you know, I, I kind of agree with uh, Fern, was it? Yes, that was my name. I'm really distracted by the angry furniture. How often? Have you gotten attacked by a broom before? You keep, you act like it's a thing. I've been attacked by a broom before, this is true, but it's oh. been normally in the hands of somebody else. This oh, was the sure. first time it was really independent right. of any other circumstance. Right. Is this, is this normal? I've never seen anything like that before. Was it, why, why did, why did they attack us? Normal? I mean, this shit's got some nuts in it. I just want to say, even just this group is, <laughs> but, you know, where? I mean, I guess we have seen a few strange things just in our time that we've been here. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty weird, though. Did you have anything to do with it? Yeah. The furniture? Yeah. No. Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. Furniture attacks us, and then a strange old man comes and offers us a job. I mean, it seems like a pretty, pretty cool day. <laughs> it is a very convenient day. Hmm. I, Regardless, I, I think I would like to meet with this. I can't remember his name. Esteros. Lord Esteros, that's right, thank you. And what? Eh, never mind. We'll find out. Let's go meet him. Is everything okay? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to make sure that this isn't something that'll like wear off after a minute or something. It just it... my appearance. Do you want my face to wear off after a few minutes? No, no, no. that's fucking awesome. No, yeah, no. Thank I just you. wanted to. Just wanted to be sure. Oh. Pleasure to meet you, Bertrand. I don't think your name? Ashton. Ashton. Oh. Actually, yeah, we should go around. Oh. Uh, so, Bertrand Bell. Uh, Bert, yeah. Dorian. Uh, Storm. Dorian Storm. Fancy. Ladna. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, I'm Fresh Cut Grass. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm Fresh Cut Grass. That's your name? That's what I'm called. Yeah. Oh. Like your first name, or is grass your middle name? Or your or, last name? Or cut grass. Yeah. I, I, I'm just called Fresh Cut Grass. I don't, um, I don't really distinguish between a, a surname or anything like that. Did you give yourself your name or? No, no. Um, my former associate gave me my name. Um, she named all of her, uh, all of her creations after her favorite uh, smells. Oh, that's lovely. There was a bunch of us. Uh, there was there was me, there was oatmeal, uh, there was apple pie, there was pussy. Um, there was a oh. bunch of a bunch of us. Wow. It's so nice to see other people having to hear this. It's really just bringing everything into sharp perspective. This has been a day. <laughs> that took me a bit by surprise. This has been a day. <laughs> Uh, you, you. Uh, what was what was your name? <laughs> wow, it was just thrown out there so quick. Um, Did you say said help? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Fern. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's so fun. I've I've heard of creatures like you. Oh, you have. Have Have you yeah. ever met I, I, another uh, you know automaton such as myself? <laughs> no. But you've heard. Mm-hmm. 
I've only met the ones that um, my former associate uh, created, so uh, I haven't uh, gotten a chance to to talk talk to many many others. So if you if you ever hear of any, I'd love to meet more. I'll make sure to let you know. Thank you. What's your name? Oh, I'm I'm Imogen. Timmel. Okay. Last like week. what you did with the lightning, that was pretty cool. Thank you so much. You know, I've been working on it. Um, thank you. Um, She's quite naturally talented. Clearly. Uh, Fresh. Was Listen. your associate um, also from the the Talon Highlands? Uh, no. Uh, she she came from uh, uh Bosserus. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's uh, that's where we sort of originated and went out on our uh, journeys and adventures. Uh, I was part of a a, a group of adventurers um, of, uh, of of all sorts of uh, different exciting folks, and um, yeah, we worked out of Bosphorus. Where's Bosphorus? Is that here in Marquette? And it's yeah, it yeah. is in uh, Marquette in in the Odier and Wilds. Oh. Yeah, North we Hell, Catch Valley. That's what I said. <laughs> and it's a ways. Is that far away from the Talon Highlands? Uh, it's it's loosely between the Odiran Wilds and the Talon Highlands. It's kind of like a central nexus point between many of the different regions of Marquette. Where is your formal group? Oh. They're not around anymore. Things went a little south in oh, a... Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, job in a silver mine, not too far away. You don't have to get into it if you don't want to. No, it's fine. It's better to confront um, tragedy when it happens and sort of admit it. And and uh, yeah, they were uh, they they didn't make it, um, and I was unable to uh, to heal them. Oh gosh, we're sorry. How long ago was that? When did we meet? I was. A couple months ago, I gotta say, at this oh, point. Not that long ago. Time moves very weird when Maybe there's not a lot of sundown, sun up. How did how, how did they die? Uh, we we were. No, it's okay. I'm, I, I would like to know as well. Okay, no, I agree yes. with this question. I feel like I'm taking up a lot of the spotlight here when we haven't even met this well, little uh, fellow over here. I'm Orm. I'm good. I'm curious too. Go ahead, please. Um, well, yeah, we were uh, on a on a mission in this silver mine. Um, hired by a family to uh, clear it out because there was there was monsters in there and um, we got as far into it as we could but we met with a, a lot more resistance than than we expected and had to retreat come out make camp and sort of rest for the night and um, well I was in a stasis mode um, which is what y'all call sleep I think and uh, when I came to they were all um, they were all Deceased. Very deceased. Tragic. Yeah. Ashton came upon me uh, some time later. I'm not quite sure how long, but... In theory, a few days later, I got paid to go see what the fuck had happened, and uh, Letters over here was the only survivor. Hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to pry. No, no, it's it's fine. Um... It's best that we all know everything about each other. Um, Did you we're... keep their corpses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Just saying they're a great resource. You know what? I, I actually did keep parts of them. Really? Not their corpses. I, I, it's not morbid like that, but um, 
a dancer, my former associate, she, she had made some other automatons, um, gizmos and gadgets, and some that were pretty sophisticated and some that weren't. And um, I, I, I grabbed I grabbed a few of their of their parts that I can use now. And so I, I pull out uh, the saw blade uh, and. Uh, the, bol the bolt thrower um, and a, a hammer tool that was attached to something else at one point. Very and resourceful. Yeah, but I, I left the, the bodies. We <sighs> we covered them up as best we could and gave them a proper-ish burial. It's, it did its job. It's it's heart, heartbreaking when, a, um, when someone, when a soul touched like that passes away. And um, it was... It was wonderful that Ashton came along when they did. Soul touched? Oh yeah. Um, that's folk like you with souls. <clears throat> you don't have a soul? I would assume not. <laughs> How do you know? Uh well I I can't do a lot of the things that you can do. Um, Were you sad when you lost your your group? I um I imagine so, but that could have been something that dancer sort of made me think. Well, I think only souls can be sad. I hope you're right. I don't see how that's possible, but all right. I was built out of parts. Yeah, but anything's possible. Technically, we're all built out of parts. Yes. Very fair. And technically, we don't know if we have souls either. Oh, that's a very good point. Very sketchy on my end. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got one. <laughs> you, you were very <laughs> adept with that uh, sword and all of the acrobatics. Reminded me of myself. 50 years ago. You're pretty good out there, too. Thank you. Uh, what's your story? Uh, well, I'm from overseas. Um, Where overseas? Teldori. Oh, same. Oh, wow. That's really far. That's really what parts? Far. All over, really. I was quite the traveler. Okay. Originally from Whitestone, but that was a long time ago. Oh. What sort of place is that? A shitty one. And you? <clears throat> oh, that's that's not a very interesting story. I've been living uh, in the city for quite a few years now, just picking up odd jobs, living in the core spire. Got a nice place. Got a nice life. Uh, beats anything else I've found so far. And your name is Ashton, is yes. that what I mean? Yes, Ashton Graymore. Ooh, Ashton Graymore. Yeah, still local, I like it here. It's fun. <laughs> we saw. <laughs> so y'all reckon we all wanna go meet this Lord? Damn it, I keep forgetting his name. Esteros. Esteros. Yes, <clears throat> thought I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, how soon would you would you be wanting us to meet him? Uh, 
I mean, my time is your time. Hmm. Do you need to take a nap? <laughs> I just took care of that. <laughs> <clears throat> is this, are we talking about tomorrow? Or? No, uh, what time, what time, what time? Uh, the sun at this point is close to set at this point and it's turning to nighttime. Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes. <clears throat> tomorrow would be fine. First thing, no time like the present, except not the present, the future present. Hmm, all right. Well, I imagine we should get eggs back to Shadow. Oh my gosh, the vegetables. The vegetables. Shit. Does this place put you up for the night? They do. As far as I remember. They can, yeah. Everyone's. This place is great. How far are we uh, from here from Estero's Manor? Uh, you're probably about 15 to 20 foot walk from here. Oh! <laughs> it's how far? We're right. We're Did you say 20 feet? We're here. We're sorry, 20, 20, sorry, 20 minutes. Right, <laughs> I was like, like it's next door. <laughs> Sorry, 20 15 to 20 left. minute walk. Got it, got My it. bad. Sorry, just woke up. My brain. <laughs> uh, we, we certainly could stay here for the night. Do you need to uh, meet with someone? Oh, well, we, we have a, a place over in the windows, the windowed wall. Mm. Meet us in the morning. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, what, what time were you thinking? Oh, first light? Oh, uh, no, that's not gonna work for Ashton. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you don't mind waking me up, I'll just, you know, get a You're couple very, drinks of me and fall asleep Very, very cranky, though, and not, I mean, not pleasant at Why all. Am I not cranky and unpleasant? That's true. Thank you. That's true, this would just be the same, but earlier. Yeah. All right. I, I need the money, I'm not gonna pretend I don't. So. All right. First light, then. We have an accord. First light. Room's on me. Wait, what? Very generous. Well, of course. I appreciate you uh, putting yourself out there like this. It's, it's very. Do you want a room or do you want to go home? I mean, we're here. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be much easier waking up if I, we don't have to walk here. That's great. I'm into that. By all means, uh, how, how many rooms? Uh, any uh, roomies? No. Now let's go nuts. Private rooms. Oh, I, I mean, I don't need that, but sure. You know, what, whatever. Just go for it. Just the pain. Private. Yeah, it doesn't one for each of you? It matters no. to me, yeah. <laughs> Nobody to wants okay. to. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. I'll be back. Gotta go to the ATM. Drinks are on me. Top shelf. Top shelf. Top shelf. As you walk over to the side, Ashir is over there finishing conversation with a couple of other clientele at the bar. That's when. Can help you. Rooms for the evening for one, two, six, seven. None for us. We have a we have place. Oh. Great, uh, for six, six, six rooms. Oh, we can do six rooms for the night, you said? Uh, I'm gonna quietly try and signal to Ashir that this person's got money. Let's go, uh, let's go with one gold a night per room. Nice, fair, you know, friends and family discount since you got a friendly face. I do, I do. And for the six, could we call it maybe four gold? Make a persuasion check. 
Oh God, that's balls. I think that's a, that's a seven. Oh. You're gonna let out that squeaker. That's terrible. It? It's less, it's a six. <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from, but Gus, you gotta, feel like I'm running a business here. Man. Sure, yeah, six, six gold. I'm gonna walk up six, behind him. Wait, is there, were we trying to figure out uh, rooms here? Right, well, is this? Yes, this is one of our, oh, yes. our party. Six rooms, just paid for We get the keys for you. Oh, did you get a, a discount or anything like that on account of us helping the town and everything? And saving your establishment from um, rugs and tables? Oh, I heard something about that tail out there. Yeah. Good on you, I guess. Would you want to give a little discount? <laughs> I'm gonna try to persuade him. You make a persuasion check. Okay. The higher DC. Stand back. <laughs> Intentionally made this very hard, and I'm quite pleased. Yeah. Uh, what am I? What am I? Persuasion. Persuasion. Pronounced. Oops. Cacked. Cacked. Oh. Nine. Oh. No. Them's <laughs> 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 my rights. Okay. Well. It's really no trouble at all. Okay. Did someone say negotiate? No. <laughs> <laughs> the keys are passed out for the, the rooms that are necessitated. Six rooms. One, two, three, four, five, six. <clears throat> Very well. Here you go. Have a good night. Thank you. Grins, pointy, toothy grin. I'll stand up, Lottie. Yeah. yeah. Get Till her tomorrow. Of food. It was really wonderful um, working with y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, see you in the morning. It was fun beating the shit out of people with you. <laughs> or things. It things. Kind of was. That was fun. It felt good. Sleep tight, Bertrand. Mm-hmm. Bertrand hears in his head as we leave. Thank you so much. Ooh. And we. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> Who the fuck with the boy? Guys, guys are gonna kill him. <laughs> Have a heart attack. And they exit into the now darkened night sky. Oh, oh. The moonlight breaking down from above, <laughs> lighting the stone across the streets. Uh, not as busy as the day was, but still folks wandering through. But you have a straight shot on to the windowed wall. The rest of you have your rooms oh. about you and at your disposal. How are you feeling about everything? I feel fine. That was a little overwhelming. It was a lot overwhelming. That was a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it was really interesting to see a whole bunch of people that, you know, kind of do the same thing that we do. I agree. Yeah. Were they in your heads at all? Did you get any? You know, after what happened over at the uh, conservatory, I, the whole rest of the day has just been a bit of a cacophony, um, so I didn't really hear anything particular. It was kind of hard to hear the conversation at the table, to be honest, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, everybody seemed real nice. Yeah. Maybe this could get us that recognition. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, if we can get enough notice, then maybe we can get, you know, somebody to pay attention to us, and then we can actually get in. And if this goes horribly wrong, we could always leave. Sure. We have that option. Yeah. And worst case scenario, I mean, make a little coin, get us some money so we can actually travel in style. That would be nice. 
Yeah. I've grown to like Shadonna, though. I really do like her. I hope she doesn't mind that a few of the eggs got cracked, but... I don't Just blame it on the broom. <laughs> yeah, she's never gonna believe this. <laughs> As you both approach the outside of the windowed wall, you can see at the base the massive neighborhood that is slowly curling up in different shapes against the rocky exterior of the core spire base. These hundreds of abodes and homes of different colors and uh, painted over the rock on the outside to stand out against the patchwork neighborhood in front of you. You can see all manner of platforms and uh, stairways and ladders that lead up to different portions of it. And at this point in the night, you can see a lot of the porches that are built out front of these are filled with families and folks that are sitting out there and kind of looking at this beautiful view, because from upward, more than like 30 or so feet and beyond up the windowed wall, you get a beautiful view that just past the ledge of the roads on the outside of the spire and down into the dark jungle below. As you eventually climb your way up, and it takes about 10 minutes or so to get up to where uh, where she lives, it's like tingle on the, on the, the name, you approach the door, and you can see the door is partially open. There's a little warm light coming from inside, and you hear what sounds like scrubbing. As you glance through, you can see the older woman, her stark white hair uh, is currently let down past her shoulder. She's wearing uh, a comfortable robe, a softer robe for the night, uh, and she's in the process of finishing cleaning out dishes. Doesn't even notice your approach. Shadana! Shadana! Oh, you've come. <laughs> you will never believe what happened to us today in the market. Now, um, we got you the eggs that you wanted, but a few of them cracked. Sorry about that. That's all right. Should still be good for tomorrow. I could cook them up now. Uh, how about, oh, well, tell you what. Um, we had a really nice meal already. Mm -hmm. Crazy story. Um, but we're going to be getting up first thing in the morning, so maybe a nice breakfast? All right, I'm more than happy to do so. I hope your day in the city was enjoyable. It was fantastic. Here, let me finish these dishes for you. Oh, here you go. Sit down. Sit down, sit down. Please. Very well. <laughs> she walks over to her little, like, ottoman cushion that she sits on when she does her knitting or reading a book. And she stretches out her feet a bit and slips them into her slippers and looks back. Shadonna, have you heard of a Lord Esteros? <laughs> Oh, you have? I've not seen him, but uh, he's certainly one of the um, one of the odd recluses of the city. Oh. Have you heard good things, bad things? I've heard strange things. Great. All right. Oh, we're strange recluses. It's true. Cut from the same cloth. Was it he used to work for? There was a. What was her name? It's a very nice woman. Uh, Mistress Prudage, that uh, a long time ago lived in that house, that estate. Um, but uh, when she passed, Lord Esteros took over. Hmm. How long ago was that? Oh, maybe 20 years ago. Would you like me to get some of your knitting? Oh, I've, I've got it right here, actually. And she leans over and pulls up some of her stuff and says, 
I'm thinking about making you a pair of socks. <laughs> that would be just wonderful. Color of preference. Oh, well, you know, you know what? How about a nice color that matches this scarf? Very well. Thank you. And then she begins kind of quietly, puts her, adjusts her glasses and focuses on her work at hand as you finish doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. The we rest- tell her all about the broom and the everything and the craziness as she continues. To- she's, she's like, that sounds wild. <laughs> <laughs> like half interested and also yeah. like really focused on her work. <laughs> uh, the rest of you retire to your various rooms for the night. I'm going to, I'm going to get out into the hallway um, and find uh Bertrand's room. Give it a little gunk, 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 gunk. First ship. Yes. Bertrand is naked. Oh, I'm sorry, it's 7.30. Were you asleep? 7.30 in the morning? No, it's still, it's barely. <laughs> it's all you see. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, we just saw each other 30 minutes ago downstairs. <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. Who are you? I feel really. <laughs> oh yes! No, 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 no! I, I, I remember. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I, 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 I work a lot during the day. How can I? How can I be of service? Gosh, this is stupid. Um, you, you said that you, you know, a lot of talent here in town. You, you help, sort of, hire or find people for. Oh. The type of work you're talking about? Well, from time to time. Um, I've uh, made quite a name for myself in various cities, and so my uh, my name carries a, a certain weight. And uh, I know that for, for a fact this, this Lord Esteros is in need of people, and um, for the moment it seems that talent is sparse. So people know you. Do you know people? I do. <laughs> I do. Um, do you know a, a man by the name of um, Brescio? Oshad Brescio? Brashad Brescio? Oshad. Oshad Brescio. Does that kick anything around in the old noodle? <laughs> Roll a history check. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Rashad Brario. It's <laughs> your final form. <laughs> it's like a snapshot of the future. <laughs> Dark mirror. There you go. Richard. Uh, Richard what about? <laughs> I'll just try one more. What about somebody named the Anger? Does that mean anything to you? The anger. Yeah, I know it's a long shot. Uh, no, I do feel like I would remember someone just. Yeah, it's a pretty specific the name. Anger. Uh, someone here in Drusar. Yeah, a friend of a friend mm. of a friend. Yeah. Sadlier. No. Okay. A, a friend of yours, though, not. Um... N- not of mine. Just someone I know is is here. Somebody capable like us, m- maybe more so. So I thought you might have crossed paths. Well, I mean, if his name is the the, the, the anger, I mean, is it worth bringing him in on our, our little venture? Would he be an asset? Maybe. 
Gotta track him down first. Ah. Perhaps, just perhaps, we could uh, arrange this introduction first and then we can bring him in on our merry adventures. Okay, yeah, all right, cool. Um, sorry, didn't mean to wake you up. Uh, really good sword work out there, though. <laughs> oh my I look up and down the hall. <laughs> Did you... Did you need anything else? <laughs> I just sort of take him by the finger and I lead him over. I think it's time for, uh, this is, I'm gonna go. And See I just... you in the morning, Orn. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Belle. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I shut the door and just <laughs> soak that really bad interaction in for a second. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> I walk down the hall and I find um, Dorian and Fern. Um, come with me. We show up at your door. Oh. Can we can we talk in, in your room for a minute? Yes, yes, come in, come in. I, I kind of want to do this thing, but I didn't want to speak for the two of you. Oh, what thing? What this guy Bella's talking about. Um, I don't even know really where to start. And this seems like it's probably a dead end, but it's at least a start. We were just pointed in a direction. How we achieve what we're trying to achieve is up to us, I suppose. And we don't know anyone here. Yeah. Are you okay with it? I'm, I'm along for the ride. I am, I, I know we have things to do, but I, I know you don't like to take the lead on, but this is your choice. I think it's stupid. I don't think it's gonna work, but I, there's something biting at the back of my brain. I feel like we've done pretty well with stupid so far. Yeah. Okay, well, stick with what works, I guess. Okay. You feel okay about it? Yeah. I'm not gonna figure it out all at once. This is just day one, not even. Is it okay that we take this detour? Will she be okay with it? I think so. If we're yeah. lucky, it's not a detour. Probably is a detour. Just a little one. Yeah. We could take a little detour. Yeah. Yeah. And this is quite a fun group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well. I don't think I'm quite ready for bed. Oh. I'm going to go down and see what the tavern has to offer. Once again, you don't have to follow me. You're the leader. Go down. Have fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Hi. Friend? did kind of want one more glass of milk and whiskey. One? Just one? Yeah, 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 let's go, let's go. Come on, come on, we'll come definitely on. sleep better. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is, is Colleen on playing cards? <laughs> Currently, yes. Are, have you guys come to your rooms? I'm with you? Ashton, so if we're still down, I'm I, still down. I dropped my stuff off and went right, I was gonna go right back down and have some drinks and play some fucking cards. Uh, I'd be looking downstairs for anyone who, um, 
Looks really, really tipsy, like super tipsy or or drunk. Is there anyone? Uh, at this point in the day, there's one person really drunk. <laughs> it's like eight thirty ish. Oh, it's still early. <laughs> still All early. right. Well, I ain't gonna stay down there till I see someone who's really, really bad, looking bad. Okay. And I'll just kind of watch watch Ashton. Okay. We'll say between these conversations and session about like nine thirty, maybe pushing ten or so. You guys get down there um, while you have been. I I saw that there's a card game going on and I'm going to bet against the tower. <laughs> okay, so you're just carousing. Oh, yeah. This is this is good fun. I got some money in my pocket, so I'm going to play it. Roll a 20 for me. How much are you into? I rolled 10. How much money are you into? Oh, uh... You know, I got 10 gold in my pocket to burn. Sure. You lose five of it. Fair. <laughs> Was that just... <laughs> Is that Rollies? Did we just play Rollies? Just played Rollies. Seriously? I assume that's over a long stretch. I'm so addicted to Rollies. Rollies is the greatest game that we invented. We'll tell you about it. It's pretty exciting. You heard it here first. Rollies. Oh, man. While Ashton's playing, I'm going to roll over and just say, Ashton. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just pick your brain about something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, these new folk that we've uh, encountered. Yeah. They seem very interesting. They do. Are you, are you okay if one of them lied to us a little bit? Don't look at my cards. And a half giant is inside the table that you're in between. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Well, we I'm... all know your cards are shit. You've got such a fucking tell. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if one of them's lying, I kind of like them better. All right, I just wanted you to be aware. I really appreciate <laughs> that. I mean, I like clearly we've got to know. Like, I trust you. I trust you. I. You would have no reason not to. No, definitely not. So, how do you feel about this group? Oh, uh, I'm really interested in digging in with them and, and seeing um, <laughs> what they got going on because there seems like a lot of. A lot of backstory there. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're friends. <laughs> I can't wait to see what sort of shit you uncover. Uh, and I'll turn to the half giant, or yeah, giant? No, I, I I apologize. I did see all of your cards, so you might want to just reshuffle and redeal. They're very poor cards. I, you have a tell. Sure. <laughs> uh, roll again. Well, first of all, you roll. What's your? What's your? You still have five more gold. You said you're ready to burn. Are you mm -hmm. Putting that up or anything? Yeah, I'll that? put that up. Actually, yeah, I'll put another five. So another ten. Rollies. 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 One. Oh! Ten gold guns. Burn it. No. Best game ever, y'all. <laughs> We'll release the rule book later. We're, we're game designing genius. You can tell it's real comfortable. We need some playtesting before we do that. <laughs> I'm going to saunter over. Um, I'm going to go see. I'm going to help Ashton just a little bit. Sure. Um, you happy with your drink? I am. Oh. All right. One second. Uh, Barkeep, what, what was your name again? Look over at the individuals there at the edge. Uh... Ashir, Ashir's my name. Ashir, nice to meet you. My name is Dorian, and Dorian. I am a bard. I was curious if you had any entertainment for the evening. <laughs> yeah. 
gives you a real, like, the, it goes from like the smiling, you know, a patron walks up to a fucking musician, kind of the glare, <laughs> and kind of gives you a look over, make a persuasion check. That would be a seven. Seven goes. We don't have entertainment for the evening. If you want to play, do it near the front door. That way, if it goes poorly, it's quicker to kick you out. <laughs> Deal. And listen, I work for tips. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> and I'm very happy about it now. so much. <laughs> Cold in here fast. <laughs> and uh, where a bouncer normally would be, I'm just going to set up a little spot for me. I'm going to. Yeah, you go over and as you start setting up, there's like a nearby table of like, it looks like three kind of soot cover, you know, hand cover, almost minor types. You see one that's a half elf, probably like pretty deep into his cups. You see um, what looks to be another human who's kind of youngish, kind of, you know, thin, but scraggly and like scratching his neck. And uh, a half orc who's in the process of like gargling a drink. And they both look, all of them look over at you set up and go, Sit down and I'll pull my liar out and tune it and wing, 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 wing. not quite right. <laughs> and he tunes for a little bit too long. And then he looks over at the half orc and goes, What's your favorite song? Uh, Jordan, fetch my whiskey. Don't know it. And I just start playing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you still going? Make a performance check. Uh, that would be a one. Yes. Uh, yeah. Plus, se plus yeah. seven. Plus. But yeah, well, yeah natural yeah. one. Uh, it's natural one. <laughs> you get that grin on your face, <laughs> and people are starting to lean over in anticipation for like, this guy's got some bravado, like got some confidence, and there is an air about you of like, you don't know what you're in for. <laughs> Ping! <laughs> String breaks. First drum in. Immediately. <laughs> Laughter starts picking up around the space. I'll immediately sink into myself, <laughs> put my liar back, quietly pick up my things, accidentally drop one of them, pick it up again, <laughs> and walk back over to Fern. <laughs> Not my bad. Are you Dorian Storm? No, 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 no. Oh, no. my. <laughs> Please, please, please. You are incredible. <sighs> wow, can you play us uh, another song? The Great Dorian Storm, feared by all twingy things. Oh, he's amazing, <laughs> you have no idea. Destroyer of silence is what I had. All right, I'm gonna, fuck. I'm gonna unclip the handle of my ax, which is also my flute. Oh, oh. shit. And I'm gonna try one more time. To this play. is my favorite instrument that he plays, actually. Please, 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 please. Okay, the performance check. It is a higher DC because it's not turned into a tough crowd. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a six plus seven. Thirteen. 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 Okay. Everyone's waiting for this to be a disaster, but it's actually, like, decent. To the point where people aren't cheering, but they've lost interest in focusing on the music and just are letting it be background now. They've gone back to their business. You do see like one, 
<laughs> it's one of these flutes, not one of these. I gotta be clarified, one of these. <laughs> you see from, from the back room a, uh, um, uh, a kind of young, a younger dwarf uh, woman um, walks up. She has like a like a, a leather vest over a like elbow cut sleeve. Her hair is slicked back and short, and she has what looks to be some sort of like a like a like a, a gem that is embedded in her cheek. And you see over one shoulder, she has herself a liar. And she walks up and tosses a gold and goes, It's a tough crowd, honey, but you're doing the work. Hoot. Thank you. Hoot. And she exits. Hoot. Hoot. <laughs> so you make a gold. Yes! Good. From another musician who felt bad for you. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Pity tip. Uh, I'm going to post up, just laying back against the bar mm-hmm. behind the. Um, Guy that uh, uh, Ashton is playing cards with, so I can see his cards and okay. try to communicate. There's two people playing cards with Ashton. Okay. There's the, there's the half giant, and then there's the large uh, Pachyderm, uh who normally guards the door. Okay, so I'm just going to try to stand between the two of them so I can see their cards. Okay, make a perception check from that distance. <laughs> Actually, make two checks for me. <laughs> make a stealth check, and then a perception check. And I'd like to just see oh. if I notice her doing this. <laughs> okay, make a perception check. I'm making a stealth check. Okay. First. 12. Okay, what'd you roll? 17. You definitely see her doing this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now what am I, I'm rolling a, what was the other thing? Perception. Perception. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 10. <laughs> 10. The Pachyderm, uh, towering Callion, as you know, kind of twitches over the shoulder and shifts the cards closer to their chest where you have no opportunity to see. The half-giant is now like scratching their head in the cards and completely oblivious. You can catch out like two of the cards, but not the full one. I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on the the player who's going against, the Pachydon. Okay. What's the DC? 13. 13? At first you just get a brief hit of kind of soupy thoughts, things that involve, oh, what's my play? What, uh, oh, I feel like we're being surrounded. I certainly hope Ashton's not trying to play me. That would make me angry. <laughs> it's not thinking about his card, though, damn it. <laughs> and then goes, well, if I drop the two stones card, Draw that might. I think I've got a decent chance. Okay. Okay. I'll uh, roll on over to <laughs> Fern <laughs> and uh, and sort of try to whisper. <laughs> Hello, fresh cut grass. I think he's dropping a two stones card and drawing something else. Okay. Okay, let's take just... take that information and do with it what you will. Great, great, great. I just look at Ashton. I'm gonna say eight more gold on the pot. The Pachyderm says, and the giant goes, "Do rich for my tastes." And goes out and kind of starts gathering his things. So now it's just between you and the Tower and Kalyan. Friend, what are you doing? Hmm. 
I'm just, I'm just standing back here, just looking at him, just trying to, to, to let them know that I am halfway seeing some of the cards here. I am so focused on this shit. I am, seeing, I am, I am, I am deep in my, my, like weird card playing showdown fantasy. You win. Motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Eight more. Roll. Rollies. Rollies. Four. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. No! Rollies is the hardest game to master. <laughs> it takes a minute to learn, but a lifetime to master. Callan <laughs> collects the money. Always a pleasure playing with you. Fuck. <clears throat> I'm gonna get a drink. And gets up and heads over towards the bar. That guy, addicted to rollies. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for trying to help my friends. See, we can, we can work families. on it. We'll have to work on we can make some a, communication. We can make a system. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they weren't even looking at me. I don't, the problem. Think, I don't think they were. But I'm going to wander back to the bar. <sighs> well, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> good night. Oh, good night. Sleep tight. Good night. I clock the earring around his waist before I go to bed. Do you make, do you make any sort of, do I notice that you clock it? I'll make a perception. Perception, roll. perception, perception. Wow, I'm gonna put this one away. I got a four. Counter perception. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're, you're, too, you're too frustrated, but like also the thrill of losing. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm into it. It's a good time. Yeah, you definitely clock it. <laughs> okay. Sleep well, you two. Wait. I don't sleep. Oh. I'll come with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. I'll not with you, with you. I'll, sure, I'll go sure, to my room sure. and you go to yours. Okay. Okay. Was it one of these two that was full of shit? Once they're gone, one of these two that was full of shit. Yeah, yeah, it was the uh, the very clean one. That was full of shit. Oh. Huh? I wouldn't have pegged that. Interesting. Yeah. Just we'll just keep our eyes on him. Yeah. Oh, what time is it? At this point, you're getting closer to midnight, I'd say. Gotta wake up soon. Fuck work. Okay. Time for bed. And before I head up, I'll find the drunkest person in the place and give them my room key. Okay. They are, the drunkest person is passed out on a table. I will try to help them up to the room and <laughs> put them to sleep. Oh. As they pull, pull their face up, you see a half orc with big, bushy sideburns and kind of a receding hairline. Uh, looks like they're, they're wearing an outfit of one of the wardens, or the, or the wilders, the, oh. the kind of guard that maintained the, the city, and he looks like he's a little ragged and had a rough day, and he's like, It's all right, you, you'll be fine tomorrow, you just need to sleep. Here, take this bed. Okay, weird thing. <laughs> I definitely exist, this isn't a dream. Ah, weird. And just goes along. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even argue. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do that after these games when I get home. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> All right, so everyone go off to bed for the night? Mm -hmm. Long yeah. rest. All right, long rest. Oh. 
So oh many my things. God. So long. You guys, first long rest first of long rest. three. Oh, oh my God. First rolling. Yeah, Bertrand's had like four, though. <laughs> I wake up at 5 a.m. naturally. <laughs> Eventually, you all take your mornings and gather on the outside of the Spires by Fire in and collect yourselves to meet with Bertrand onto what your plans are for the day. Bertrand, as you see them assembled, the day is yours. Ah, sleepy heads. About time. Morning. My third bowl of grape nuts down <laughs> <laughs> How did everyone sleep? <laughs> fine, fine. Fine, like a baby. <laughs> and ladies, uh, your travel was uh, uneventful, safe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, same as it always. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, should we get some food in our stomachs and, and be on our way? I'm, I'm sure Lord Esteros will be thrilled to see all of you. Oh, I already ate, but thank you. Very well. Anyone else? I'll definitely take some food. I'll grab and go. Yeah, can yeah we can grab and go. Yeah. Uh, my little friend, uh, is there something that you would uh, care to uh, eat? I ate uh, I ate some nails last night, and I am fine now. So thank you for asking, though. How often do you have to eat nails? Just when I need to um, just prepare myself. Um, oh. And it's not always nails. It's whatever what, whatever I need. Mm. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Insight check. <laughs> Make an insight check. No, I'm rolling. <laughs> 11. <laughs> I need to eat nails. <laughs> <laughs> or other pieces of metal. <laughs> That's an interesting thing, though. Like, you eat the metal, and then your body just repairs itself. Yeah, it's a very complicated system um, that uh, that dancer sort of um, made for me. I, I, and yes, it's a self self repairing system. Um, I don't, I, you know, I, I didn't design it, so I, yeah. I don't quite know how it works, but it needs raw materials to operate. Yeah, it's just amazing. Is there any sort of, I don't know how to ask this, waste byproduct? Oh, that's a that's a fine question. I, I mean, sometimes I, I have to consume rocks that have metal in, in them, and the, the rock part that I don't really need, the minerals that I don't use, um, I just sort of... Oh, you puke back out. Just like just, an owl. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or, uh, Interesting. Yeah, it's it's. Sometimes it takes a, a little while to get it up. So I'm. You, if you hear me go, that that's that's why. <laughs> that's why I'm doing that. <laughs> that's why, huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was just right. in 5.1 surround sound. You, uh, <laughs> do you have control over when you regurgitate, or is it just whenever the spirit moves you? Uh, no, I can control it. Okay. If it disturbs you, I can do it when I'm alone. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, no, it's fine. I don't mind it at all. It's strangely calm. I like you so much. You hear, you hear a shear <laughs> from about 20 feet back go, I don't mean any offense here, but if you're going to go ahead and continue this sort of sounds amongst my other breakfast-eating patrons, I'll ask you to do it outside if you don't mind. Absolutely fine. Thank Let's, you. Maybe we just grab and go. We're good to go. I'll just wait outside of the tavern today. I'm not going to go in. Okay. So you grab yourself some food. You're paying for it. 
Yes. <laughs> Put it on my tab. <laughs> you don't have a tab. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Four silver for everyone's grab and go meal. <laughs> no tab. It's a joker. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm leading the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's this way. Follow me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Start making our way towards <laughs> Estro's Manor. Uh, We're gonna get lost, aren't we? No, no, no. Sir, Sir Bale, Mr. Bertrand. Sir you can call me Bertrand. Bertrand. Um, how long have you been an associate of Mr. Lord Estro's? <sighs> Uh, a few months. Oh, all right. Have you I, been I, in the city that long or, or longer? Oh, much longer. Uh, Drusar in particular, just the past few months. But I try and visit all the beautiful areas of Marquette that I can. So much to take in, so little time. Very little time. Yes. Hmm. Yes. But he's a, a wonderful man, as is his, his lady, and... Um, I think you'll find him very entertaining. He has a strange manner about him. Great. <laughs> What's that? Uh, he can be a, a bit mysterious. Uh, he has a, an interesting charm. Hard to pin down. We'll see soon enough, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. How was y'all's night? Expensive. <laughs> oh, really? I thought, uh, I thought Mr. Bertrand was paying for... Oh, I played cards. Oh, you know I'm real good at cards. Really? Mm-hmm. We should play sometime. You I would really be delighted should. to lose money to you. You definitely would. Mm. That's not a impressive feat, if that <laughs> means anything. We, um, <clears throat> if you don't mind, um, I did an awful lot of talking about myself yesterday, but I, we didn't really get much about you. Um, and Laudna? Mm -hmm. why, why are you two strong individuals <laughs> I'm moving about the city. What, what are you? What are you out for? Oh, well, you know, um, we just started. Uh, you know, Lana came through my town a, a couple years back, and mm -hmm. we hit it off real well. And um, just decided to start traveling together. And um, you know, we like to, to to tour around Marquette and just kind of see different. So you're like backpackers? A bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we came to Drusar because we heard it had a, a wonderful, um, you know, just all these different like restaurants and um, places you know I'm I'm just not real good at this uh, we're we're going to the conservatory I, I just really wanted to go to the conservatory we're looking for answers <clears throat> what's the conservatory answers oh the the um, let me just tell you the um, Starpoint conservatory actually is um, this really uppity um, <sighs> University, yeah, school that that has uh, apparently a, a wide range of, of books and and things that you can research if maybe you go there or pay tuition or whatever and you know it's just real hard to get in and we've been trying for a while but apparently uh, what you need is clout so hopefully we'll we, we will get some. Clout. Of course, the Starpoint. Uh, I actually sponsor a section of the library. You do not. I do. Well, we don't even have to fight. I mean. Can you give us access? Yeah, then? could you maybe write a letter of recommendation or, or, or walk us in? That would be the most amazing thing. Yes, not a problem. 
How soon can I inside check? Can I reach out? Mm. Make a decision check. Uh, I'm gonna gonna just cast detect thoughts because I want to hear it right away. Six. <laughs> Can I cast a tech thought? That's an expensive private school. I want to. I want to know if you actually have connections to get. No, there's a lot of people shit. around here right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cast. Okay, so you just let's go ahead and make a. Is it charisma saving throw or wisdom saving throw? Uh, that would be. I don't know. Is that a second level spell, motherfucker? It's a wisdom save. Let's make a wisdom save. First wisdom save throw the modifier of zero. Get on the trip. Woo! Natural nineteen. Oh mm. fuck. Mm. Mind like a steel crown. <laughs> so you don't Damn. carve too deep into his mind, but you definitely <laughs> see a bit of a bit of bullshittery. Huh. So you just want to go to school for the glory of education? No, I don't. Or is there I something specific you're trying school. to? No, I'm. Focus. You know, it's a fancy fucking school. It's just very really gifted. Very <sighs> gifted. You're both very gifted. Thank you, um, but no, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, a means to an end, if you will, you know. What's I just the really end? want to learn about just different things, you know. I, I, I would like to know where this stuff comes from. Focus on this stuff. One said. Oh, magic. Mm. Sure. Have you tried applying as a, a student? They no. were very enigmatic about how to apply. Oh well, it's all about who you know. Like any sort of application, you can just. Run it up the chain. Yeah, so they keep telling us. Yeah. Yeah, you should have your parents write you a letter. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This would be an excellent start for that. I'm sure the Lord and Lady. Put I mean, that's word. what I am hoping. If you so. say so. All right. Mm-hmm. About this time, you come upon the exterior of an impressive estate of deep red rock and teal stone agacents throughout it. Framed with wrought iron, it is beautiful and what looks to be at least three stories, uh, not built into the rock, but kind of emerging a bit from it, with a courtyard and a high metal fence around it. You can see the massive, almost uh, patinaed wooden door that sits at the front with what looks to be metal bars across the front uh, not from an actual like barring standpoint, from a design standpoint, with a beautiful uh, brass door knocker on the front. Okay, we're here. Just follow my lead. Keep your chins up. Stand up straight. <laughs> straight. St- straight, Ashton. Good enough. <clears throat> Keep your hands to yourself, don't touch anything, and do 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 as I do. Nothing to worry about. Urchin, do they know we're coming? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> they expect me at all hours. Frau <laughs> Bluka. <laughs> the door opens slightly, and there you see, standing in the doorway, uh, what looks to be a middle-aged elven woman uh, with kind of light auburn hair, uh, bits of, of uh, kind of lighter color near the temples. You see she is wearing a shawl and has uh, a simple but well-made 
dress of black and silver. And she kind of peeks up around the door. Hello? Sabelle. <gasps> I am uncertain the masker was expecting you. Oh, uh, I, I believe he said to, to drop by whenever I uh, procured additional talent. Just a moment. He has so many servants and whatnot. It's hard, of course, to be on a first name basis. Sure. Uh, the master will see you. Come this way. Uh, I will ask to follow me and follow me directly. Do not wander at your own safety at hand. So be careful. You enter the interior of this chamber, and it is very, very, very low light. You can immediately see it's a beautiful interior of dark wood halls, and it looks like a staircase that descends upstairs. It looks like there are a number of decorative statuettes placed on small tables and intricate inlays amongst the, the marble, like almost gold leafing in the corners. It is a very, very amazing, old, beautiful house. Um, it all looks extremely dusty. And there is, other than a handful of lanterns, all the windows are closed. There's very little interior light. She leads you to the right, on the right-hand hallway. And then eventually, partway through that hallway to the left, there is a door that is partially open. And she goes, the master will see you inside his study. Thank you. What was your name? Uh, I'm Evelyn Riss. I am the caretaker of the Massa, uh, Lord Eric's Esteros. Everyone be calm? Sure. Here we go. <coughs> Push the door open. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> As you all. Step inside the chamber. Immediately you see the crackling fireplace across the room that is one of the only light sources in the interior space. You can see torches on the walls, magically lit, that just slightly crackle. All you can hear is the snapping of wood across the way. With what light that goes across this, and it's a long study, it's just open, ominous space. Across the floor you see two fur rugs of massive beasts. It looks like a tiger and a bear that have been laid out in the center of the chamber for decor. You can see shelves of books on both sides. It looks like a desk and decorations and banners hanging from the walls. And across the way, facing the fireplace, away from you, is a tall backed leather chair as you all into the chamber, and Evelyn kind of steps in behind you and just stands in the doorway. There's a pause. And a voice goes, Sir Bertrand, it has been a moment since you stained my abode with your empty bravado. Did anyone see you enter? Ah! Uh, no, no, I, I can't imagine anyone would be uh, uh, looking. We came early. <clears throat> and why do you return? Well, uh, Lord Astros, I 
Oh, you have a keen eye for, uh, for talent and for those that might uh, assist you in your endeavors, and I know it's been <laughs> a few months since we last um, were able to work together, and I must say, I don't know if you heard of the uh, dust-up yesterday in front of the spire by fire, but these individuals here handled the situation marvelously. <coughs> Word has come to my ears of this event. You seem to speak highly of these individuals. How long have you known them? Oh, I just met them yesterday. <clears throat> but I've seen more than enough to know that they could handle anything that you threw at them. Evelyn kind of steps around and heads to the chair and kind of grabs the back and pulls it with a little and begins to arrange it as a figure stands and turns. And you see, standing about six foot two, broad-shouldered in a deep crimson burgundy robe, the high collar, what looks to be some sort of a scarf that's kind of just laying around the shoulders, wider neck, an older full-blood orc of grayish skin, looks to be a pair of spectacles that are affixed behind the ears, uh, a well-trimmed, almost like a Van Dyke-like goatee and beard, bald on top. And you can see, with a little bit of light catches the side of the face, old scars. Turns around. In his left hand, you can see there is a solid metal cane with a heavy ball at the end that he clutches that <coughs> hits the wood with a heavy impact as he spins. And Evelyn pushes the chair back in behind him, and he sits. She returns back to the doorway. He goes and rests the cane beside of the chair and leans forward. And with a little bit of light that's crackling from the torches on the sides of the walls, you can see he's in his later years. But that doesn't mean there isn't a power and a presence to him. Do you lot feel as confident? Do you believe that you have much to offer? Because it depends on the context. What do you want? In general, or that—that's a very large question. You're a full butcher. Uh, no, my apologies, my lord. They seek coin and merely the opportunity to uh, prove themselves to you and to uh, make a name for themselves in Drusar. And I assured them that you were the ideal uh, person to do such a thing. So you come to my abode to prove yourself? In a manner of speaking, yeah. He gives a nod and Evelyn steps out of the room and closes the door behind her. He sits there and kind of places his hand on his cane. Did she lock the door? Make a perception check. 14. 
14. You faintly hear. He stands up out of his chair. Unsettling. Then show me. Oh, shit. Throws the cane up in the air and catches it. Oh. And rushes. Ah! And that's where we're in the episode. Ah! Old men. I'm so hoping we got to fight an old guy. This is great. Next episode, you may, you may. This campaign is about silver foxes only. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm not gonna lie. Battling the furniture and old people. <laughs> it's that high fantasy that everyone wants. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh shit! It's going down. I don't want to wait. Oh, oh, no, to be over. Yeah, that was too easy. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. We're off. Wow. First episode in the campaign. Oh, oh my god. god. Third campaign. Yeah. Oh, the set looks amazing Holy behind you right now. Everyone, this did such a fine job. That was so good. So hard. Thank, yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Production team. Production team. Yeah. yeah. Production team. Thank you all for joining us uh, at home and uh, at large. Uh, <laughs> we get to pick this up next week and see where this goes. But one, so happy to have you join us, Rob. Yes. 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 Dude, Robbie, I'm so glad you're here. It's a fun. Yeah. Time. Thank you for joining us and. Is it Thursday up? Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever-weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next time.